Hello and welcome to Due South by Southeast. Uh, in a minute you're about to hear a show which we recorded a few months back. I'm sorry with everything going on with the quarantine, everything else. Uh, we haven't got around to releasing any episodes in a little while. The last one we released was our, um, our one which we did at uh, the Southampton Superpod, our live show. And we talk about this one because we recorded it before that show. So this is like at least a kind of couple of months old, this episode. So uh, we do talk about going out and uh, all the things we're doing at the time, which obviously we would not be doing under quarantine circumstances. So just to clarify that. And um, obviously recorded in a slightly more um, carefree time. So uh, this is also a very drunken episode, as you'll very soon find out, because uh, we recorded this while drinking an overproofed rum. So uh, please strap in for this uh, long and hopefully fun episode. And uh, please, everyone stay strong, look after yourself. Please go to our Facebook page where we've got uh, some uh, live quizzes we've done uh, during the shutdown. So uh, hopefully you'll be able to enjoy that. Even if you haven't joined us live, uh, they're up there. And the next episode you're going to hear is going to be my interview, which I'm doing with Paul Haggis, who gets mentioned in this podcast uh, in an interesting way. Uh, we talk about the fact that I keep on asking him for interviews. And uh, funnily enough, since it's recorded, we've got one set up. So uh, you're going to be hearing that next. If you want to join us for that live, it will be on Tuesday at uh, UK time, uh, British summer time, which we're in right now. It's at... Uh, at six o'clock i believe oh i'm just going to check the times now but uh, you can join us for that on our facebook page if you go over there it's got all the details and all the times and yeah paul haggis the creator of due south is actually going to join us we are trying to put up loads of uh special content uh during the shutdown to keep people keep people entertained so uh don't think we're not you know uh pulling our weight by putting stuff out there it's just i've neglected along the way to put stuff up on the podcast which i apologize for but um again hope you keep strong and uh hope you enjoy this week's episode but the uh, paul haggis interview is going to be at six o'clock tuesday the 12th of may british summer time and uh we'll see you then and uh look after yourselves in the meantime enjoy this week's show hey everyone this is ramona milano otherwise known as francesca vecchio and you are listening to do south by southeast I am Catherine Bruyer, and I am listening to Due South by Southeast. I'm Tony Craig. I play Jack Yui on Due South, and you're listening to Due South by Southeast. Welcome to Due South by Southeast. The fun's out, the rum's out, and my golly gosh, are my buns out. 
Now this week uh, we are back after a prolonged break. Now uh, you will have heard over the last two weeks, I pray I've actually got these up now. You will have heard two episodes which we recorded back in, I believe it's September and October. We are very sorry for the podcast drought, but uh, just things got the best of us. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I am Detective Squee! And with me, as always, shocked to his very core right now, is little Benton. Unfortunately, uh, little uh, Dottie isn't with us because she's on the side with her mummy. But joining me is... Civilian aide Nicola, who's got a question. And also, before that question... It's Mountie Michelle. I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. Well, it came from, from the ground because you have your height. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what was your question, Nicola? Explain why your buns are out. Because it rhymes. It <laughs> <laughs> would be funny. I'd like to know. I'd sorry, he's warming his buns on the radio. I know. I'm like, as soon as I thought, it's cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not on our. Well, We're in the gonna, summer season, but I was gonna say, January, it's cold. I was going to say that uh, we're in. We're not in our log cabin recording studio, but our, even our log cabin recording studio has recorded has moved from its usual place upstairs. Mm. Now we've got both our kids come, or two of our kids come today. So we've got mm-hmm. uh, your daughter Danielle yep. mm-hmm. up in what was the recording room, yeah, and we've got Stuart up in the spare room. So now the dining room is subby, also is our recording studio. But right now we're in our front room because little sergeant, little little sergeant, he's not a sergeant here. Little Benton has had an operation the other day. Poor, yeah. poor fella, he is sans to test clay. <laughs> and I should uh, laugh. Sorry, Benny. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, not, yeah, that's, that's not funny, funny is, is it? it? They it's have been funny. removed. They yeah. are no longer. No petite test clay for him. Uh, so no. he is uh, sans balls. And he had to have a little foot operation on both yeah. feet. So oh, yeah, he had little, little uh, poorly feet. He had little ju- vestigial claws. Dew claws, they're called. I, I think that's anti-Semitic. Mm. So D- and you had to have them removed because D E W, Jew, okay. as in like Jew in the morning. Okay, listeners, let her off. I don't do. Clause. I mean, we'll we'll see how she goes. You know, if she says anything else, we'll just give her out for her. I've forgiven her for now, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, oi vey. Anyway, we uh, since we had the operation, <laughs> we're sent in the front room with him because he needs to sort of rest up. And we need to yeah. be around him because we're meant to stop him jumping up on things, yeah. which is. Fucking impossible. This dog is a, a very active dog. Very athletic dog. He does not like sitting still and he can't walk. He's proving you wrong right now just by laying there being so cute. Look at yeah. him behaving. Yeah, he's like, let him jump up. What now, are you talking about? He's wrapped he in the blankets because he thinks the listeners can see him. Yeah, yeah so um, uh, tomorrow we're allowed to start giving him 10 minute walks in the oh. next week. He is not going to like that. Yeah, he's used to two hour walks a day. On the weekend yeah. especially. And, uh, it's like two hours a weekend now during the week. Yeah, well, well, no, it actually works about an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half during the week, sorry. But, um, two hours in the weekend. And two so. hours at weekends. So he's really, I see he's going to struggle with that. Mm. Anyway, last time, well, I'm currently listening through to put up the episode, two episodes ago, the, the ones we recorded in, the one we recorded in September. And we spent half an hour talking about a dog show. So <laughs> oh, I like to think that. hopefully it's entertaining to listen because like it's a it's about yeah. us talking about yourself and a bit yeah. about our lives. But um, maybe we'll get to business a little bit earlier this week. Can I just say one thing though, dog based, which made me laugh when we were when obviously the intro started and it gets to the bit where it says give Stephen Baker a bone, and we all actually. So we do the actions, and we went to give Benny a bone. Benny was sat there confused, I think. He was looking at us saying, what, 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 it was what? where are you giving me? Like what are you faces, giving me? Because we've always had Stephen Baker as Dottie Baker. Yeah. And so we went to, to Benny, he's like, 
we love Benny, but it's like we're just so used to offering yeah. it to, to yeah, but Benny's like, Dottie. Okay, you've offered me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it might be all right for my sister, but not for me. No, he's really confused. He's thinking, well, what, well where is it then? <laughs> Whereas Dottie has a look on her face like, cool, invisible bone, I'll eat that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go straight into one of the orders of business for this yeah. week. Oh, we're getting drunk as hell. Tell me what rum are we drinking, Marshall? Wow. Got, I just want to say A at the end of that. got rough and raw sound effects. I'm literally holding my iPad up to the microphone back in old days. Ah, uh, ye oldie podcast. Oof. Yeah, this is how we used to do it. But it's not a ye oldie rum. No, it's no, a it's newbie. Not. It's a good rum. Oh, oh this will oh. get you. We are excited. Yeah. We're excited. Oh. And we're very drunk. warm and we're merry. <laughs> yeah, this one hits you. Uh, yes, tell us but Michelle. I have to say, I would really, if you are a big rum fan... I would highly recommend oh, this one. It is so nice. I'm holding it up like you can see it, but you can't, so I'll actually look at it myself so I can see we'll it. We'll get in the photo for Instagram. Oh, we'll definitely. get in the photo for Instagram. We've got to do So this is a Rockstar rum. I believe that is the brand. And it's 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 a grapefruit rum, and I think that... Now, that sounds scary. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's going well, to be good. It's actually called Grapefruit Grenade. Yeah, Grapefruit Grenade. Why would it be Grenade by any chance? Oh, maybe because it's an overproof rum. 65%. 130... Wow. 130 proof. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, I mean, you look at this and you think, oh, it's going to be maybe like have quite a sour taste to it, but yeah. it's got a real kind of caramelly. Yeah, you wouldn't think caramel when you go, we're going to have a uh, grapefruit rum. No. And it's kind of like vanilla-y, caramelly. Yeah, because there's definitely, yeah, there's a fruity, there is yeah. a grapefruit note in there yeah. shall we say it's, it's not as strong as you expect when you no. actually when if you have a look at the picture you you're expecting grapefruit yeah. from this yeah. and it's kind of got grapefruit honeycomb and when yeah, we opened it oh. it smells i mean i was expecting it to be sharper than it was it smells divine it tastes divine oh. and i will pre-warn the listeners it's deadly because <laughs> yeah. you could probably plough through that bottle quite easily and wake up in a coma. Mm. Oh, yeah. I say wake up in a coma, you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You well, could wake easily. Up after a coma. Honestly. <laughs> now, after plowing through this, you might not be able to plough through much else. So just no. gonna say yeah, I mean, if anyone... Yeah, don't go on a date night with yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, Drew, your, your penis will be running off by itself. No, I'm out. Fuck yeah. This. yeah, let's go get some more rum. <laughs> I'm going off with Benny's testicles. Yeah. Too soon. No. Oh, well, maybe, oh, maybe Benny. Benny. Oh, look at him. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he looks really bothered. He hasn't woken oh. his name. Luckily, he's not old enough. He didn't get to an age of realising what testicles are. However, it is his birthday oh, next trying. week. Oh. He, oh, next hey, week? Wait a minute, he, hang on. Who's he going to... How's he going to celebrate now? Yeah. Oh, he's not you. He he's not you. <laughs> yeah. He did not have waited another couple of weeks. He doesn't just think God, that it's every Benny's year on his birthday. Little Benny's, I Little Benny's, yeah. Yeah, so actually, yeah, next uh, Sunday, so not tomorrow, but the following oh, Sunday. Oh, we're doing the Gunner for Games. He will be one. His birthday games. Yay. Oh, well, we'll have to say, have a little happy birthday drink to yeah. Benny next week. <laughs> Any oh, Gunner for Games, by the way, just uh, by the way, uh, in my other podcast, uh, which by the they play did release, and uh, we were talking about this in previous episodes, I do an audio Christmas play for my other podcast, and I've got one of the Doctors Who... Uh, Sylvester McCoy to record a little intro message and loads of other kind of um, famous people talking about the guy who played canines in it it's it's lots of fun if you get a chance please give it a listen and we put in about six or seven references to due south yeah, if you can get yeah. them all please do write in honestly listen to it write in there's little words I've snuck in so I can, I'll give you I've 
got due south in there, for instance. And I've just peppered it into the place. Some are more tricky than others. Yeah, I think I picked up on, after reading the script, I think I picked up on the fact that you had um, some due south references in there. I think, uh, what, what did I read? Um, thank you kindly. Yeah, I think that's, I read that's, thank you kindly yeah. and I was like, oh, These are the okay. easy ones. <laughs> but I've got a boot and mounty in there. And I know yeah. I know most Canadians don't say boot. I won't say all because I have heard some Canadians who do. And it's yeah. a regional thing and it's a very small part of Canada. But uh, it's just little jokey references. Like, so A snuck in there as well. It's it, Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it's very respectful. It's meant just yeah. as a bit of a crack to, to my Canadian friends. So please do give it a listen. See if you can find all those references. It's called Doctor Gone But Not Forgotten. I think it's a fun play as well. Uh, I killed Michelle twice. Come on, it's got to be worth a listen just for that alone. Yeah. I, mean, I don't personally, but I, well, I've written. I mean, it's too so upsetting kind of for I me do. to listen to again. But uh... no, it's a real fun play. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Am I allowed to do something that I've been meaning to do for a long time? Go on. Um, it really is a bit of a plug. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. So I've been meaning to do this a long time. This is about the Phoenix rehoming, where we got Benny from, and I keep saying I'm going to do it. So obviously, in honour of Benny being a year old next year, we got Benny uh, four and a half months from Phoenix rehoming. Um, he was four and a half we weeks old. We didn't buy him four and a half months. He was four and a half months old when we got him. We got yeah. him, yeah. yeah. So four and a half weeks, he was found on the side of the road. Um, two ladies, he's a Romanian doggy. So he's found on the side of the road, taken in by two lovely ladies. There's no, out in Romania, there's no um, rescue centres. There's nothing like that. There's, well, there's just, only kill shelters. There's, lo- there's only kill shelters or a, what you call like, um, what do you call those people that go around, like a warden that actually will, they're not, it's not legal to do it, but they will actually nail gun dogs in the head, just to be brutal. And I'm not going to be oh, any God, more, I'm not going to be moment, any more brutal than that, but that's the realism of I mean, what happens listeners, in I'm other not I'm not doing this for effect, he just gave a look but, which chilled me. Yeah, so I'm not going to do any more horror stories yeah, for that. But, he's going to scare um, me, it's like he understands. But just to let you know that, yeah, so he was found... Uh, they don't have any money out there, the people that look after them, but they actually take them in, use their they money. They literally raise money as they go. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm always so impressed by that. I work with... Well, I also work with Phoenix as well because I do some of the home, home checks. checks yeah. um, Phoenix Home is great because they won't just adopt out a dog to you. Um, they foster them first to get to know the dog so they know whether they're good with children, blah, blah, blah. So they just don't do direct adoptions like other places do. They get to know the dog. They place him. We actually fostered Benny, and we decided to keep him. So yeah. just in honour of first, they they don't. So you as the client can directly yeah. adopt, but they have previously made sure they've gone into foster. But somewhere. we can't adopt. We did foster to yeah. adopt because we wanted to just make but sure we, she got on, got on with Dotty. When you adopt, you can't you can't just get them straight in from Romania and adopt them. They actually go to a foster home. No, that's first, what I'm saying. But it doesn't have to be you who's the foster. So home. that you always get the right dog for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so they've done the groundwork. The reason I'm plugging, it's not for you, it's not for money, because not often and actually at the moment they they do want money, but yeah, it's not for money. It's more for foster carers. So if you're not, if you can have the time, do what it. What area if are we talking? Do, so it's within the UK. UK. So if you can foster, do it. Is it anywhere? Sorry, is it anywhere in the UK? Pretty, pretty much, or? if you can. I mean, basically more Hampshire area. But pretty much outside, there is people that do... Can we say, if you're in the UK, please yeah. look up Phoenix Rehoming, check yeah. the areas they adopt them specifically. I just don't want anyone to I know, but apply or not apply based on like the area. Do a check. Just yeah. to, and but also, if you see a dog you like on there, and you're willing to come and have a look, have a look. I mean, these guys are great, because in the UK, the criteria for adopting is really harsh. They won't let you adopt if you have a flat, if you have children under a certain age. 
at the end of the day, these guys will look at you and look at your suitability. They won't just turn you down because you've got a flat because you might go on walks, two-hour hikes yeah. every day. They will not turn you down they'll, they'll check the right flat safe. They checked when they were looking for it to Argo, exactly. for instance, they noticed a bit of the, the wall which goes a bit lower. So we've got yeah. some uh, makeshift fencing to put on there, covers it yeah. just so he can't jump over the fence. That, that was all we had to change. Yeah. But they will make sure, which is good for all of us, that our homes are suitable for the pet. Yeah. Make sure our home was good. They were happy with it, so we got yeah. got Benny. You know, There's um, one lady today that I read that uh, one of the UK... Uh, she's been turned down by UK Rescues because she's got a disability, which is so sad. Exactly, it's so sad. Discriminatory. Yeah, she's, she has met the right dog that suits her disability, and that's what it's all about. That's that's what it's all about. She she lost a dog. She's got another dog, and she's a perfect candidate, for. but she was turned down because she had a disability. Hey, what, so what's the sad. website? Okay, so it's www.phoenixrehoming.co.uk. But like I say, it's not so much about donating. We're not asking for money. If you can foster or you know someone who can foster in the areas, pass on their details, essentially. And uh, you can go to them on Facebook as well. They've got a group there. And look, yep. if you can't adopt and you do have some, some change hanging around, you know, donate some money. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, I do have to sort of like slightly mix the message a bit because also on my fundraiser for missing people, which we did the play in aid of, it's uh, just giving dot com forward slash absent. You can still donate to that as well. Mm. Uh, both very worthy causes. Like either of them would make our hearts swell if you donated to, because they really are lovely. We're a bit. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Look, we got about um, seventy or eighty quid. I've got some money to donate over from the patreon money which we get for the podcast for gallifrey stands every month i'm going to donate that at the end of the month so we're going to be around 100 pounds it would be lovely if we raised a bit more like 100 quid's lovely if that like helps to rescue one person out there who's missing great but uh, we'd love for for all the donations we can yeah and phoenix they are lovely they as i say they raise money as they go so oh your vote if you want to chuck a bit of money towards as well as looking into fostering if you're able to if you're outside the area, you just want to like help dogs. You see, the thing which I'm always amazed by mm. is um, I understand why, why Nicola does this, but she doesn't bring up uh, the fact that uh, Benny's from Romania to some people because they get funny about it. And mm. I do understand that it's, it's being socially kinder than I am. Like, we kind of this is the one area where we kind of reverse roles because usually you're very outspoken if you think I'll so, tell you what so, it is. I don't I'm want to. I'm not people... saying you're not outspoken. Can yeah. I just finish quick? But to me, I always say where it's from, and if someone's get funny about it, I, I, I don't get the thing in your heart where your kind of like compassion ends at the border of your country no. towards dogs, towards these animals, towards anyone. Like if someone's suffering or an animal's suffering, that's a human problem. That's not a Romanian or UK mm. problem. Some people raise the argument like, why not rescue some of the dogs around here? Yeah, do that too. The least as overstretched as they are, there are shelters in this country which will help oh. dogs. They don't have that in Romania, so like, doctoring is the only way these animals are going to survive. It's yeah. no fault of their own that they're born to the streets or yeah. uh, they get dumped on the streets and then they get abused, nail guns, as you say, and people hitting them. That's that's awful. No, no living thing deserves that, and then just to get murdered. Uh, so, but for me, the reason I don't tell people is because I don't want them to judge Benny. I get that. Um, I don't want them to look at Benny. So oh, I, I don't want him near you. my dog. You know. Because he's such a sweetheart and he loves doggies and uh, he will play absolutely dog. But as soon as you say that, they're like, oh, aggressive. You know, they do look at it like that. that. That's, why, that's why I say you do it for only lovely reasons. Nothing yeah, to do with yeah. you. Uh, um, yeah. So, But if they forget where Phoenix is, they can always email us. Just ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no due south B 
bsc at gmail.com. How else would they contact the show, ladies? Oh, so many ways, Nicola. So um, on Facebook, just look up Due South by Southeast. Yeah. Michelle for the Twitter handle? At Due South BSC. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. oh, five. What about Instagram? <laughs> it's the same, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's do self BSE. Hello, Benny. Yeah. At do self BSE. And Benny says, look. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still doubt it. How do they contact us on LinkedIn? I. I don't know. I don't know. We're not on it. We're not on it. Benny's popped up to say. He's like, oh, you're talking about me. How are my doggy friends? Yeah. Send the letter to me. Our home address is no Benny. Yeah. We don't send, give that out. They, if you pay in tweets, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, send them right to me through the email. And I will put in a good word for you. <laughs> and we won't tell Dottie we got them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Ben. I'm going to cut away. He's such a cutie. Oh, we he wish you could see this. We will actually. I think we should post a photo to us with the rum yeah. and with, with Benny and with the Canadian flag. Ah, nice, Yay. yeah. Okay, so we'll enjoy that on Instagram. <laughs> right now, I'm assuming. Uh, so, guys, uh, there's another order of business that we've got to get through, and it's the important one. So, uh, Nicola, interestingly enough, don't do this often, but you said you've got one on behalf of Benny. Benny's got one. So, it's his very good pal, Rio. We're gonna do. Benny has. Have we not a, put in Rio yet? No. no. So what Benny. About Dave the dog. Dave we the dog. Put no. Dave, no. Benny's got two friends. Oh I think he's God. got loads of pals, but his two particular friends he loves is Rio, who's a little. Um, uh, what would you call them? It's I think the they're dog. called blue staffies, but they're actually like a. Yeah. Um, like a lilac-y colour, aren't they? But like grey, like a. Um, he's beautiful, and those two just love each other, and they just play until the heels. So it's beautiful once you know it's beautiful. If you don't, it looks like they're trying to kill each other. But <laughs> they're always playing, but they're it's just very quick. So and much funny. Well, I have to say, yeah. after seeing um, Benny and Dottie playing, I can I can believe yeah. it. But, but you <laughs> see, at the end, oh, they've got smiles on their face. They're so happy. Yeah. It's only playing. No one is yeah. injured whatsoever. But it just looks like. How can you be moving that fast and not injuring <laughs> each other? But the thing is with Benny, what it was was he was so plucky because. Um, Rio's uh, two and a half now and Benny's obviously only one but when Benny first met Rio he was four and a half months and he was like come on let's play and they were having a massive rough and tumble and he was doing <laughs> so well and they've become best mates now and the other one is Dave yeah, so, so Dave got, is his best mate too we've so got Rio at number 26 Dave at number 97 we've almost hit uh, 26 and 97 90. did I say 20? yeah 26 and 97 20. so we had 96 and 97 oh I thought you said we had Rio already right next podcast oh, we've got to bring we have three. to bring three. Oh my god and, and it would be so great one. if we had listeners so I'm going to put an announcement out and oh yeah please right, I've got please, there's like, two people that I'm going to ask we're begging you Please, like, we're, if we could break the bank, if we get like mm. ten for next week, just as a celebration. Yeah, I've got two people. So I'm gonna ask. We will try and get a couple each. Listeners, please, please, please. Now I say next episode. That's going to be so. From our perspective, with three episodes, which yeah. we've got banks, but it, for you, it's going to be the next episode next week. We're going to try and make this weekly at least for four in a row. Mm -hmm. That's my little goal. So by the time you listen to this, hopefully you've had three in a row. And next week is going to be the big 100 mini Mounties. I think you all so know actually. by now, it literally involves you doing nothing. Literally nothing. Just actually, drop us an email or a actually, message or something. And um, can I say how... Get consensually, get your friends to sign up and <laughs> yes. um, your family. We your don't... friends, your family, your next door neighbour. Your pets. We're your pets. pets. Yeah. Have pets? we got Katie Kelly? Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly
A.D. Kelly? I don't think so. And the Sexy Stud. Sounds like somebody I've met. Uh, you know who Katie is. Was that you? Your friend who uh, works. That is the little baby we met at Christmas. Oh, God. No, very different person. Very different person. The one you <laughs> held. Oh, she was adorable. And had cuddles she with. She's adorable in a very different way from your other friend who yes, works in a different Yes, my other friend is very... And her name's not Katie. Her name starts with a D. No, don't. Katie Kelly. Katie Kelly at number Katie, 90. Essentially, Katie Kelly is my great niece. Um, she's uh, six months old. Ooh. And uh, yeah, we met her and, and she had little cuddles with Ian, didn't Aww. she? She did. She was lovely. She had so we're now two away. Oh, but we two. really... No, we don't want to do it tonight. We don't... Look, no. Hold it. Hold it back. Don't blow your nose Hold up. Bum. 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 Let's, bum. let's not blow our nose just yet. We're going to save it in. It would be lovely to have the last two the 99 and the 100 they're people that have actually oh, like got in touch with us and said yes Yay. I want to be a mini mountain. oh I really want that yeah so guys please we're going to put out I'm going to ask my good friend uh, John Wright who does the uh, my good friend from this podcast who does the Juice uh, mm. South events get him interested yeah. we just want two well we want more than two more as many as we can get for next time we're going to do a big we'll do a special show right guys I know. It's like, like big's coming. I know it's Ooh. money. Ooh. I know we're going to be careful, but we could reuse them for like sci-fi or something. What? Let's get mini. Let's get mounty outfits for, for the hundred. For the hundred mini mounties. That was the I celebration. I don't even know where we get one from. So we've got to go online, online probably. Online, and, I think, like, yeah. it, it will probably be quite crap ones we brought online. <laughs> but I'm in. Oh my god! Why don't we just enlist Danielle and get a letter <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Danielle. Your She'd costume, just des- professional yeah. costume designing daughter who's worked in the movies will go, it's like, cool, I want to make Mounties this way. She'll do as she's told while she's living under the... <laughs> because we're already asking her to make our Star Trek outfits for I know, we're going to put a little... Have you thought about your outfit? I still don't know what I'm going to oh, wear yet. Oh, my gosh. Still... Well, I was, do you know what? We were I joking about me coming as, like, uh, Kirk. And yeah. Have you discussed this? Is that okay for me to um, say? You can say it, yeah. And you're dressing up as if but... you're pregnant, like a pregnant uh, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, ensign, which I've knocked up. So we could have two. <laughs> oh <laughs> like my that god, idea. that would be so funny, Michelle, if you came as well. We were both like that. We've got, oh my god, that would be great. We should do You that. can just get a cheapy like you don't have to invest the money we are in getting professionally made outfits by Danielle, but um just saying it's a it's it, no Danielle idea. is there. If you want her to make you an outfit, I'm gonna be wearing the, the Kirk wig as well with a price tag coming up it. The price tag. Yeah. But yeah, if you do want an outfit of any kind, Danielle will just, you know, but she'll need to know quite quick because I think she's got to plan her time. But if you want to come as another sort of um, Kirk bitch, then... Uh... <laughs> See, I'm not as familiar with um, Star Trek as you two. Maybe, well, maybe I'll have a little look. If you, one of you can make... Star Trek yeah. If one of you well, can Star make your skin Trek green, really it'll be Star a really Trek. good reference. Oh my God, yes, because there's... Good, the Ryan yeah. Slade girls. Oh, well, that's like Ian's dream. No, no, the idea is like basically. I'm not the idea we're going for yes. because well, never because in every different episode. Well, not you, not you, but however, you know what what happens in every on episode, guys. Like, let's keep on going. We're recording a podcast. Shush. On in the show, Kirk was always with a different woman every week. Basically, okay. it was this different alien of the week or ensign from the crew. Very inappropriate in this era. But he was always going out with them. And in one of the movies, they had... It wasn't a woman who was actually ever in the original series, but she shows up with this kid who's pretty grown by that stage. So basically, I like to think that he knocked up just all those women <laughs> around the universe. Do you know what I'd love to get, uh, though? Just kids. Is to get Fred... Starport. And... Um, oh, my gosh, you are. Gareth. Gareth. 
in the girl costumes as well because that would be so much fun if we were all there knocked up, for that, knocked up <laughs> by you that would be right, hilarious Danielle's going to kill you if you suggest that no but that would be so much fun yeah let's just stick to it like <laughs> if you want in on it I think that would be funny yeah, yeah. and we yeah. could go in the cosplay competition together we'd actually stand a chance I bet we'd stand a chance if we did with that do you think so that would be yeah let's do it should we do it no if you want to you don't have to no I, well I haven't decided yet all so you'd have I, to do is pick a colour and stuff a thing up anyway look that's, that's <laughs> oh day. yeah just to be clear it doesn't mean that you have to get knocked up by Ian <laughs> just to by be clear <laughs> by the way by the time this goes out uh, it'll be three episodes in but we just watched the first episode of The Card yes excellent show oh, uh, we highly it. recommend our friends over Retrek I know we'll be doing a special episode on it so please do give them shout a shout out to the guys at Retrek they're fantastic we ha- helped launch that show oh and God. they're doing so good without us we, like, we will dragging them down I'm telling you <laughs> I don't know if we've got them on our little list, but I'm not going to put them on yet. Not today. James King and Elliot. Not no, we're no, not doing we it today. Have we got James King and Elliot? James King, Elliot Bynes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 we do. We do. Anyway, so that's um, that's the Mini Rounds Club. Yeah. That's what rum we're drinking. We're also on uh, some Captain Morgan's original spice we've chucked in as well. Uh, oh, and you just got your birthday present, which we've, yeah, we've also birthday. been having during the week. Yeah, so I haven't... Um, oh, yeah, happy birthday, Michelle. Why, thank you all. Thank you all. Another year older. Another year wiser. Absolutely. Let's not go that far. I see, okay. I'd say I've got wiser. You get a bit friendly with that girl. What's, what's the bottom? Uh, <laughs> oh, get a bit um, friendly with it there, Mish. <laughs> I was, wasn't I? Obviously, I'll be in an endoscopy. Stop striking off the bottom. Let's go here. Yeah, striking yeah, off like, Oh, dear. Um, the Salford, Salford Rum Company. Com- company? Oh, dear. Salford is I'm the I'm blaming this rum. So, so Salford, do you know where Salford is? It's in Manchester. It's where um, Shakespeare came from. No, it's not. He comes straight for an apron. Yeah, yeah, after he went to Salford. Shut up. Yeah, I anyway, it's a spiced rum. No, you're never going to get that one through. It's no, a... you're, you're going to get that one through. Through. When I actually research Elizabethan <laughs> times. <laughs> through. And you thought you would Yeah, get... you might miss Shakespeare. Shakespeare, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll take a picture of this bottle, I think, to put yeah, up, because it's an awesome bottle. Yeah, I love it. Let's sneak in as many bottles you just as possible. Stick it, I just want to, every time I look at it, I just want to stick a candle in it. Yeah. After I've drunk it, obviously. It's Seems fun. to me you lived your life like, like a candle, candle in, in the, the rum. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shall keep on script. <laughs> but yeah, great. And it is really nice as we've, because uh, what we did was obviously for you, we always research our presents for you so nice. we researched that before well, I for think other we friends we don't bother sorry you're not worth it I think we can say that me and Gary um, researched your your present as well the rum yeah <laughs> so anyway let's talk about an episode of Juice Surf yeah. Michelle hey, which episode it. are we talking about this week uh, One Good Man and what does it say on IMDB Michelle I don't know would you would like you me to find out tell us detective squeeze oh no no Nicholas going to read out oh. well I've got to find it first you've got to find just... it read it give me the director and writer do you want me to write the theme tune, sing the theme tune? Yes, please. Please. <laughs> right, talk about it yourselves, please, while I... Uh... Well, I don't know about that. I might have another sip of rum. It is a fine bowl, isn't it? Oh, it's it's so we're good, really enjoying it? this. It's not only alcohol, but it's a very nice taste. I think you can, yeah, you can understand why me and Gary, we had a sip of this and then just went, we have to get this for Ian. I mean, cup. we might have a nap after this episode. <laughs> looking, and we are half an hour in before we start talking about the episode again. Oh, we keep right. doing this. At least I'm we're ready consistent. to go. If you are happy... Fraser takes matters into his own hands when an unethical real estate agent, or real estate developer, sorry, tries to illegally evict him and his neighbours. Dun, dun, dun. Who wrote and directed this one? 
Who wrote? Oh gosh, you don't ask much, do you? The director was Malcolm Cross, and who wrote it was Paul Haggis. Nice. Well, he's already the creator. He's always credited as the writer. Okay. So there's quite a oh, few wasn't in it, here. Was it just so, him? No, there's a few. The writing credits are Paul Haggis, yeah. Frank. Paul Haggis, creator. Suracusa. So I apologise if I'm pronouncing his name. Um, Cassie Slavin. Uh, Slavine. Slavin. Slavin. She was a and uh, Jeff one King. Of the, one of the, Kathy Slevin was a big part of the casting. When we okay. spoke to um, Mona Romano, you will remember that she said uh, that she made her. No, no, it was uh, Catherine, Catherine Bouillet. Yeah, said she made her come back in for audition. Yeah, yeah, audition. yeah. She knew she knew all along that she'd got the part, but they would. They her just kept just bringing her back in. And, and when she yeah. refused, they go, "No, you got the part. <laughs> you got it." <laughs> yeah, which is really yeah. lovely. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. Oh, so our inside scoops are starting to pop nice. now. So uh, what's our first note on this one? Uh, so the first one says, the episode starts, you've got Benny and he's in his apartment block and he's going around like checking for dust. He's got his white gloves on and he's running his finger along things. He runs his finger along a man's hat in the corridor. <laughs> and then he goes up to someone and they're like holding their hand over a tap. Yes. And then they... Yeah, and he's go. giving a smile like everything's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. They've got this. Then he moves his hand. Just and the spurts water out. is spurting out that everywhere. And he continues to like run his finger along for dust. He and he pulls up this disgustingly dirty finger. But he switches it for another one. Really <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really weirded out by Michelle's use of fingers right now, babe. I'm like, she's like that, time. and she's like that. And, she's like, <laughs> like, and he holds up a clean one. And says, she like, seems oh, like well a done. pro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've used that finger before, My I My fingers see. have been in a lot of pies. <laughs> are we calling them pies now, are they, yeah. probably? With your profession. Can't ask me nice, by the way. <laughs> you go home and go, it's pie night, darling. <laughs> Gary never fancies pie anymore. Doesn't he? No. But he still, he well, still approves the, the whipped cream on top. You know why? Because he's the one, I'm sure he's the one who wrote in. Oh, he, he's also yeah, like Oh, in, in the uh, well. the better half phone show. <laughs> he did, he did. I'm not so sure it's him. I'm not in denial. In denial I just don't think yeah. it's him. Got Moses in denial. In denial. <laughs> anyway, so he's he's saying, "Oh, good job to these people. These are all and like Q and endoscopy." He pulls away his finger and it's dirty, and then he switches it out for another one. Mm. And he says, "Well done, your balcony." That's is a true great. gent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why uh, Gary went against the pie because he was sick and tired of changing the sheets afterwards. <laughs> oh, we've lowered the tone this week, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Tone, no, what right. a change! Yeah. <laughs> Normally we're so highbrow. Uh, yeah. I like to, the listeners to know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> oh, Please, I mean, don't come into this with high expectations. No. <sighs> yeah, so Betty wants this apartment block cleaned up and all the other tenants are cleaning it, apparently, what it's supposed to be. And then when Ray kind of questions, you know, Clearly they're doing a terrible job. Why are you praising them? And I think he says something like, um, you know, he wants to encourage them or something, doesn't he? Oh, I wrote, I wrote that was picked up on the microphone. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you me guess who that was? Don't you blame me. Michelle, yeah. <laughs> you know, every man for himself at this stage. No, don't, don't blame Michelle. I've got to come clean. It was Nicola. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, Ian. So go on, go on. <laughs> or Detective Squeeze. Anyway. What do we get off it? We won't be able to in a minute. Come on, be a bit This apartment block. <laughs> really? 
You're that upset. Benny lives. I see. I'm trying to carry up. I'm trying yeah, to be but he's asking us to be classy here. <laughs> sorry, nothing funny so far on the podcast. I'm sorry. I know it's joking. <laughs> but actually, you went with it. You followed. Well, you didn't follow it. <laughs> once. I tell you once. No, I didn't follow you through on it. Follow through. Michelle, you're all up. Once when I was working in banking, I actually had to stop for a good half hour after a call. Oh, uh, I was doing paperwork and stuff, so I was doing some work, but I just couldn't stop giggling at. Uh, I won't say what bank, I won't say anything else, but their sounding was my butt. <laughs> I'm going, oh, I just picked up my butt on the phone. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> oh, so, do you know what? Just talking about bums. My honestly, butt's still ringing my ear. I'm telling you. I know this sounds awful, but when we went to. I put them on hold, I was singing on my butt. <laughs> when we went to take Benny to the vets to have his operation, to have his. Snip, snip. Snippy, snippy. We were on the bus. Me and Daniel got the bus. And there was, it's a college bus that you get to get to where you want to go. And we were on this college bus and these four lads got on and they were lovely. Oh, this one guy has a rest. They, they started talking to us because this guy started the conversation with, we've got a rescue dog. Oh, rescue dogs, rescue dogs. And he was chatting away about his rescue <laughs> dogs. It was absolutely lovely. And then he was like going, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, and he was so good. He was like, he had the knowledge you could see because obviously Dottie lots of love Benny's a bit more wary so he bent down and he went no no he doesn't want to talk to me so he really had the knowledge of not being you know pushing it and I thought that was so nice and then I sat there and I thought oh gosh oh no which one did that oh no and I thought this is gonna it was awful and I thought they just it, I thought oh no that's gone it's, and, it, and literally it was it wasn't like, me it was I would yeah. say it was Benny if you had lamb you just evacuate the room and I'm sat on this bus thinking oh no <laughs> that's one of the benefits of having a pet though is being able to blame smells on them oh it? this wasn't blaming a smell this <laughs> that was, was genuinely him I, outside, I but... could tell this was Benny <laughs> it was the same as when we went to pub with friends didn't we and yeah. all night all he did was do that and <laughs> oh yeah it was down at the Hobbit oh, we it, was, it was not it was a honestly we, me and Ian had t- literally about 10 times we took him out because we thought he might need the toilet and he didn't and he just spent the it whole night weird. farting and me and Ian and, and then it, we'd be all sat there and someone would go <laughs> luckily in the end he fell asleep but honestly he just went on for ages with wind okay guys I think we have to get Sorry. back to, to my apologies after um, well, we could talk about farting all night but <laughs> after that little outburst by, by sorry <laughs> where were we we were right at the beginning um <laughs> Two so, and a half hour. This is like the other day. It's like after half hour of talking about dogs, we start talking about episodes. Like, it's like another thing about about Benny and that. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a real podcast for dog about. people. And now yeah. we're going to fart. I mean, this is <laughs> really common denominator. This is the only person who's ever really. I mean, I think it's quite funny, quite frankly. But the only person I know who who has spun uh, farting into gold was Leslie Nelson. He had an art from. He used oh, to go on talk shows. Oh, he genuinely. Love and it's too sad to think, of course, here. But he used to go on TV shows like Wogan was the big show when we were growing up um, in the 80s and 90s. And Leslie Nielsen then literally went on that and other podcasts with a fart machine to make the noise because <laughs> he thought it was the funniest thing. Oh. And it was always so charming. Like anyone else would seem just a bit silly in clown shoes, but to him and with him in his hands, comedy gold. You know, it's, yeah. That's why I just hate that some of his later films were such crap directors and writers he just didn't know how to bring the best out of him mm. he if he's given a bad script he you know he has to have the right words like but he can make a lot of stuff funny he will elevate even a bad script to what well, I, I can see it's as funny as it can be in his hands let's just say that but 
he deserved better than, than some of his later later stuff. But anyway, yeah, sorry, uh, go on. Right, so back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so we we find out that, you know, this apartment block that Benny's living in is being spruced up because they've got this this new landlord who's just bought the building and Benny wants it to, you know, just be this lovely functioning building which has never been the whole time he's lived there. It's always been a bit of a rundown. The lift doesn't work properly. It's you know, very rundown, very poor people living in yep. this apartment block. And I think... Benny and they put the, them in the other episodes. That's why I like it. You kind of yes. know these faces you know, like, from the other episodes. Like neighbours and things in this building. And like, it's yeah. lovely. I think that's why G South was such, so good at building up the world. And you know, so when you have an episode focused on this area, you knew those characters. Yeah. You, you mm. had a stake in them. You would anyway, because Benny and that character has a way of bringing that out and yeah. making you care about them. But you already knew them, so you had that extra level of investment. Yeah, and and all these like these people, you know, Benny is he's encouraged them to clean it and fix things and you know try and like impress this new landlord. Yeah, and then you find out this new landlord is raised all the the rent they don't have the leases apparently if they had a lease he wouldn't be able to do it none of them including Benny, Benny. Didn't. this is the one which yeah. us the, up the wrong way because we thought everyone else could not have a lease he would because he's the kind of SWAT who would have made sure yeah. he got one and yeah. hounded the guy until he got one uh, so I would love the idea that he had one the other ones didn't and then the heavies are going after him extra specially because he's got a lease and he's, they have to strong man him out because they can't out, legally yeah. remove him. Yeah. So they you know, do some shady stuff. I think that would have been a better story. That would have worked better, I think. And yeah. plus, he's pretty much, even though he's got the intimidation factor in our version of events, he's doing it for them, just for them, not for himself. It's not for his own ends. It's to protect yeah. them. That totally I mean, I think he still it. feels like yeah. that. But. Yeah. But I mean, at this stage as well, we've got to remember you've got the super as well that's... Uh, that's also like he's been like retaken on by this new buyer and he's yeah, right yeah. in there We've and he's kind sense. of like the stooge in a way mm. he's like he's quite sinister at the start and he's the stooge that's being he's well, the one that's yeah. doing all the things isn't he to sort of yeah. at this stage so it's, it's an unreasonable price hike and the guy's on yeah. board there and he's being yeah. nasty um, sorry to slightly foreshadow what's coming but yeah it's like yeah. at stage it's like it's at one level of evil yeah I mean he's right in there so you think oh what a dick that was mm. my thoughts, you know. But let's progress with him. Yeah, and um, the other kind of like kind of small storyline that's kind of running alongside it is um, Benny goes with Ray, is his car's being kind of fixed up. Um, and there's this little kind of storyline. Um, <laughs> don't drink out the bottle. We're better than that. Yeah, I know. Not I'm, much, but do you know what? For once <laughs> in my life, I'm actually tempted to say, just go careful. <laughs> I am literally well, with just this, thinking, but this one is sheesh. Yeah. That's probably my with, last with one. With this rum, it's very easy to drink. It is, and that's probably poor. And it's 65%, and you need to remember that. Yeah, that Ooh. is, yeah, that's a problem. Because you don't. You, you, do not, you don't feel like you're drinking so much. Honestly, that you, could, you could just not, you could forget. Mm. You sort of feel it a bit after drinking it, though. Yeah. I'm like, anyway. just like, whoa. Yeah. Anyway, let's stick on the point. So, this is why we're digressing. Yeah, so Ray and right. Benny are in this um, garage, and Ray is getting his car sorted out. And then there's some woman, Ange, um, comes along, and there's a. You can tell there's a little something between Ray and Ange, but I mean, it wasn't obvious what it was. It kind of thought, oh, is she a past girlfriend or something, but we don't really kind of find out at this point who she is, but there's clearly something. We like, do between quite quickly, them. I thought. Isn't it in that um, little, scene? Not in that one, it's a little bit later on. No, I thought they bumped into each other. She goes, oh, you know, don't mind me, I'm just here to drop off my. 
cut, and yeah. then she walks out, and Benny, and then he says, "That's my ex-wife." I thought. No, I don't think so. No, it's later. I think I've, yeah, I think I wrote that down quite. I mean, we literally quite just watched it, late. so one yeah. of our memories isn't that great, and I believe it's mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's a little bit later. Um, but after this, we have a recording to play, actually, uh, because you know Benny decides he needs to do something about this. You know, is he can't just let himself and everybody else be kicked out of this um is that you going for a wee for a second yeah, yeah i was just doing the action are you gonna let out the farts while you're out there yeah i'm gonna get all of them out so i don't disturb the recording because who would do that thank yeah. you <laughs> i appreciate it quite frankly <laughs> sorry about him dear listener him her sorry <laughs> just let nicholas little secret out there yeah okay yeah, he's good He's gone for a week. Oh, damn it. I'm saying it again. Uh, uh, so this one we called... The fissing of the coke yeah. is right in the microphone. That's just so professional. Sorry, guys, if you just got Sorry, a very my, big yeah. bit of carbonation right in your headphones. But maybe it's making you want that rum and coke. Mm. And you can get some grapefruit grenade, I'm sure, online now. Oh, I, yeah, definitely try. So, uh, yeah, we, we do recommend this rum. So what's the clip? Yeah, the clip is called A Polite Protest. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they go up to the desk to protest this thing in City Hall. Yeah. And uh, the woman's not very interested. No. And then Ray is trying to persuade Benny White. Benny he should to be kick a bit more fuss. kind of, yeah. Come okay. on, get in there and protest this. Benny, if you want some help, you're going to have to register dispute. You sure? Yes, well, that's what they do here. They handle disputes. I won't be making a fuss. Well, of course you will. That's the whole point. Ah. Uh, Look, there's no polite way to dispute. You just jump right in there. I see. Okay. Okay. Let's go. I demand... Well, no, I don't. I I respectfully request... um, Well, no, actually, I'm just speaking strictly for myself. Great. We have a sublord who's trying to illegally evict a whole building from the poor people. Thank you. If that's the best you can do... Fill this out. Take it upstairs to room 232. You'll need a buck for processing. Okay, uh, so it's a classic bit of, uh, of Benny there and yeah, Ray. It's yeah. nice to have these little characterful moments between those two. Uh, it's very like him to just not want to, like, have to be dragged to make any, kick up any fuss. And then his idea of kicking first is like, I, I'm sorry, just for me, look, I'm, I'm sorry to be a bother. <laughs> he's just the player's protester ever. Yeah, I know, and that's funny, isn't it? Because this is clearly something he's very passionate about. Him and his fellow neighbours. You know, I get the feeling this is what the rest of the world thought the Brexit was going to be like, because we're <laughs> just going to be so British friends. Like, oh, no, sorry, look, old chap, I'm not, uh, not very pleased If it's not inconvenient, we'd yeah. uh, like to leave. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, no, I think I'd like to remain, actually. I'm very, very partial to it. I'm sorry, uh, sorry to put in such strong words, but... I jolly well want it to happen. I want us to stay. And uh, I think the rest of the world thought we were going to be like that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> where are we up to, guys? We're um, just saying that uh, it's about Ray or Benny protesting and Ray persuading him to. I was saying I get ah. the feeling maybe his level of protest is what the rest of the world were expecting us to be like over Brexit. It's like because we're so British and say, like, oh, well, I'm sorry, but I'd rather like to remain. Well, if it's all the same as you, Chopper, I'd like to stay. It's uh, so, can I just ask, do you mean about the bit of protesting where they're outside with their placards? No. Have we got to that bit yet? No. no. Okay, then I'm going to not say Spoilers. what I want to say. Jeez. Mm. Right. You've finished tucking in Benny now. I have. <laughs> is this the baby? Yeah, I got that. When I got have that. you got that? I got, these I two dogs are my babies. 
<laughs> you know, there's one here where we've always got her. Yeah. here in our hearts. Yeah, and he was Mur- also the baby. Murphy spilled one out. Oh, and, yeah. and he was the baby too. Of course. We'll Miss get Murphy to know Graham. that when I have doggies, they're my babies. <laughs> Though I have children too, so it's not oh, a replacement. Geez. That's a strong one. Oh, good. Have you pulled them? Strong one or strong one? I didn't think I pulled that much. Sorry, uh, Mine's okay. Whoa, should we have a bit of lime in it, guys? I don't mind. I, don't mind. <laughs> I think my rhyme's melted. My rhyme's melted. <laughs> melted. My lime's yeah. melted. No, I said my rhyme's melted. That's the wrong thing. <laughs> my tongue's melted. <laughs> Can't speak anymore. <laughs> oh, and I'm cackling like a wee you are. I fancy myself a decent podcaster and I'm just... Do you know what, though? You saying that. This is the podcast. The reason I do this and the reason I always say Ian that I love doing this is because I do it because it's fun. It's fun. This is the whole point of it. I don't do it. I've got it. Look, we we genuinely hope, and I think we do talk about G South, we do get the fun of G South and I love G South here. (laughs) But there's a lot of extraneous stuff about dogs along the way and Rob. If you want yeah. facts and fiction, you know, if you want serious facts, you know, get yourself set of encyclopedias, you know, I mean, yeah. and that's great. But yeah, if you all want those do South encyclopedias, you know. Yeah, about. if you want a bit of fun. I don't know about you. And that's why I do it. And that's why I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm pissed. <laughs> that's why listener alright alright well, don't I... pick a fight with me yeah just Cause, cause do it because hit you with an empty bottle of rum well yeah. oh no you turn into a Johnny Depp in the yeah, I, didn't, I didn't insult anyone <laughs> okay Captain Jack Michelle <laughs> what's our next note oh I wrote down buck a who because I absolutely loved the bit that came after yeah this. you got confused by this yeah, I got because, a story and so... that line I picked up on this time she goes you'll need this and a buck yeah, you, so I'm thinking he needs to pay... Not buck. Uncle Buck, no, not no, John no, Candy. No, not Uncle Buck. So for, for processing this dispute, he had to pay a buck. And he hands over, I'm guessing, a buck. And then it gets handed back to him. Yeah, he's handing over the form of a buck. Each time he goes to the desk to try and get that person to sort out, they're going, no, this is my department, basically. They're handing him the buck and the form back. Right. Saying, basically, I'm not dealing with this shit. So then he goes to the next department, and they send him on to the right, next department. Okay. And so he's going all around the building until finally someone will take his case. Right, okay. And it goes back to the original woman, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. Because no one else will talk to yeah, him. Yeah. And she goes, oh, fine. <laughs> and she takes it. Which <laughs> <laughs> I thought was a beautiful scene. It's very due south to have Benny just like, and Enough never back. does he look pissed off by it. <laughs> I know. Say, oh, well, she's going to the next one. Oh, you said it's this desk, fine. Oh, the same desk I went to originally, that's fine. I've only been here an hour. And I, I do just love the fact that he's facing homelessness right now and he's still chilled and happy and not willing to get angry about anything that's happening. He's still kind of politely arguing his Thank case. you kindly. Thank you kindly. I'd like to politely request. And it's like, come on, you and everyone you know is about to get kicked out of your home. Where's that fire and passion? It's, it's in Ray next to him, isn't it? And he's not going through it. But, yeah, and I love that Ray's kind of like pushing him to deal with this. Yeah, he had a very forceful Ray in this again. Yes, there was is this a couple of episodes Ray, again yeah. uh, back, but uh, I, I don't, I don't like it when they get him so they made him a bit nasty a couple of times. But we'll I mean, get to that. Yeah, I mean, there's some things I like in this episode, like the one that we've just seen with with um, Benny's kind of like, oh no, but I don't want to cause a disturbance and that. And Ray's like, no, come on, you're about to get kicked out of your house. You need to go over there and fight the this. The problem is that I like. I actually, yeah, I back Ray in that because. Sometimes nicey nicey doesn't get. It sounds yeah. awful. No, he is always the first. It should get one. where you want to be. It should. Being nice should get you where you want to be. 
but often you understand why people get cross because they don't get anywhere yeah. without it. You really, you know, and that's sad. And you kind of think, true. yeah, Benny is probably going to fall on his feet and he'll be fine. But these other people, these poor people, yeah. what's going to happen to them? Well, my, my thing is definitely, I, I like it that Ray is the kind of, so, makes Benny call to action. Being so nice, sometimes it paralyzes yeah. him from actually taking action. He needs that side with him. Just like, Benny is Ray's conscience and, you know, brings that out in him and makes him do the right thing when he's tempted to take shortcuts. He's, he's never been a bad guy, but he will take shortcuts. And Benny goes, no, let's do this properly as it should be. Let's let real morals shine through. Yeah. Even beyond the law, his moral compass is what kind of points him and he helps out with Ray. But then the reason why I love Ray is he's not a bad guy. He won't just be violent towards someone. Mm. Maybe a suspect who he's sure is guilty, sure in inverted commas, he might rough up, but then he believes they're guilty. And with Benny Ram, that stops him from even doing that. But you're just roughing up people just really yeah. for not much reason. Because yeah. someone who wanted to come to the mic, like later on we'll talk about, it's a guy who wanted to come to the mic to talk about a pointless subject. I forget what it was, like fir trees or something. or Something to do with trees or plants, I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, that. he yeah, wanted to yeah. protest something very frivolous. Mm. I don't think that's enough to have mm. Ray getting, like, Pushing, kicking the guy's, he kicked the guy's leg out, didn't he? Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was something that no. Or did he do like a neck grip thing that made him go down? But it, was, it was physical. It was something that physically someone... made him go down. No, he kicked the leg. He was like, kick his leg I out. I didn't see that bit. Yeah. Didn't you? Sorry, yeah, it, it he kind been... of physically made this guy go down. He was like, oh, you know, you're out the way and. Didn't physically yeah. make him go down like that, Michelle? No, <laughs> Michelle. Not. No, he, not he, quite he, like. I that. would have noticed. <laughs> yeah. Nick would be like, hold on, pause. He kicked the guy's leg out. Hold I, I, I just thought that's beyond. Are you sponsored by that song tonight? I am. I just love it. I just love it. I, do you know I do it all the time? I do it at work. I do it. I get pulled up. From... <laughs> Sorry. Obviously, look. Anyway, bad. like that's um, yeah, that's my take. I just I, mm. I think he should always be on the side side of the angels, even though he's not one. Mhm. Yeah, true. Yeah. So after this, Benny decides to go to the press. And he goes to this lady that he has um, previously seen. He's been acquainted. Yes, this acquaintance. This very pretty. He's been acquainted kindly. Yes, Mm. kindly acquainted with a pretty lady in the press. Pretty Um, lady. (laughs) Can we say those words in any other order now? (laughs) It sounds really creepy. Shall we try, lady? Pretty. No, let's just stop. Um, Journalist. Yeah. So yeah, journalist. That was the third word. (laughs) I know it's a long list. I, I I can see why you got confused. Yeah, it's very confusing. There was a bit of a bagel gate going on when they... Bagel gate. <laughs> bagel gate. <laughs> and we're not talking about anything. That's not metaphor. <laughs> yeah. It's either going to be the best or worst podcast we've ever done. I can't decide yet. <laughs> Maybe the worst. Um, so, yeah, so this um, female journalist... That. Yeah, this female journalist um, that he's about to go and see, they, they kind of cut to a scene where it's her and her boss... And they're having this kind of argument kind of thing over bagels. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, okay, this has gone from something quite serious with him needing to sort out this, you know, living situation to bagel gate. <laughs> you yeah. Know, it's like, really doesn't matter, you know, this ridiculous bagel thing. But um, so they're having this ridiculous kind of confrontation. And then Benny walks in and he's like, hey, can I take you out to lunch? And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't be? And the boss is like, she yeah. runs out with him. <laughs> Well, the, bo- with him. the bo- boss who was trying <laughs> to act tough. Wait up my little legs. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kicking at Michelle's legs to get there instead. I'm like, poor oh, gross, fuck you, I'm in. Yeah. Now in the, in the show though, they've got the uh, 
the editor of the paper is going, he's like, oh, you won't get that you're fine. She just goes back, like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I need to see you back in my office for a word. And she, she, so she's like, give me a minute. She walks back in the office. A moment later, comes up, yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> that's a woman after my own heart. She's like, hang on, let me sort this. Shuts the door. Sorts it, sorts out. it, gets Let's out, go. carries on. <laughs> yeah. She's not getting fired any day soon, no. is she? So, do you want to argue with this? Okay, I didn't think so. Bye. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of feel like she was like, really? And this at the top? He's like, yeah, okay, come on. Oh, wait, I didn't do I, I just what? went down the list. Michelle, where did that route? come from? From that sexual harassing note. Yeah. <laughs> that's why she's made it as far up the chain that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's why you've got Hashtag your job. Hashtag two on that one, I'm yeah. sorry, but. Which I'm sure she you. didn't. I feel like I need to say it right now. No. Mm. I'm shocked. Mm. But can we be shocked? Yeah. Part of the solution. You're Ian's actually problem. cringing. This is the funniest <laughs> bit. He's actually cringing. We're like quite happy with this. I'm not sure about this. We can have fun. It's allowed. We can without sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah, but we, none of us support. Yeah, but none no, of no, us it's okay in this workplace. It. I'm good with it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say anything about my workplaces. Just like, be clear. I'm good with it. As long as the females instigate it. None of us and, support it. And Nicola signed off on it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, none of us support it, but it doesn't mean you can't have a laugh. Oh, God, Benny's just giving me a look like, cut it out. Yeah. He's <laughs> got no nothing balls. for you. He doesn't support yeah. anything anymore. She, he's going to say, if you do anything with any of it, mummy, I'll cut them off for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll keep them. I'll, be, I'll still them to myself. <laughs> Actually, Daddy, can we do that? <laughs> yeah, like, you're not my mummy. <laughs> he's a bit of a mummy's boy. Yeah. Next up, God, how far are we yeah, doing? Well, we're still at the beginning. And we're an hour in. <laughs> Good. Oh, wait. We actually have another um, little clip to play in. Oh, the Mountie and the Poopy Pants. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> The Mountie and the Poopy Pants? Because we do not like this man. We don't like oh, this. Like so it's Mr. Taylor, the man that's bought the building and wants to kick everybody out. Mr. Taylor Poopy Pants. Mr. Poopy Pants. <laughs> I'm on the wrong mixing board. And they were given the full five days allowable bylaw to meet their rent increase? Yes. Is it illegal for a businessman to make a profit on an investment? They're taking away these people's home. You told me you wanted to improve your neighborhood. Last week I purchased four tenants on your block. Two of them were condemned, the other two should have been. I'm going to replace them with condominiums. And when I'm through, your neighborhood is going to be one of the finest in downtown Chicago. So you intend to demolish the entire block? Six blocks. What about the tenants? Anybody who can afford the new buildings is welcome. I know. Fraser, who do you think is putting the garbage in your halls to begin with? Miss King! How are things at the Guardian? I haven't done my stockholders report lately. <laughs> Now, that is the bit where they've got their placards out yeah, and a, they're walking around. So, yeah, they are protesting outside this guy's, like, business building. But thing. this is where I start to see the super because yeah, there's yeah. a bit in the this. Superman in this. No, the... What do they call him? Super superintendent. Superintendent, that's it. Um, so, he's in the office... And the superintendent, which we think is a real dick, the one that's sending all, handing over all the letters, mm-hmm, saying, mm-hmm. I'm increasing your rent, mm-hmm, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you've got the owner up in the offices, and he's kind of like, right, you know, he's kind of like doing this Goldilocks 
um, sort of thing, you know, and saying, you know, while they're out there with the placards, who's looking after their homes, you know, and he's kind of indicating turn off their, their utilities, and, yeah. do some roughing up, do this, do that. And of course, he goes and turn the electric off and turn the heating off. And the actual super, who previously was a complete dick, suddenly goes, but it's cold. This will return That is the little tiny bit where it shows you he's on the turn. Because he's suddenly thinking, actually, these are are people. Yeah, because I think he's kind of in the same position as them. He he understands what they're going through. They're poor. They they don't have any you know many more yeah. choices really it's, do they they're stuck so there and you want to turn off all like their electricity yeah. their water their heat okay. I like to think he's not yeah. a bad guy he's just misguided yeah. like yes. he he when it's a rent increase he knows it's shady but he I think he justifies it in his head yeah. that maybe that oh they they can like they can afford it it'll just be really tight on them yeah. he doesn't get how truly poor they are because that's enough to screw them over yeah but then when it's it's point where it's endangering people. Or maybe he figures they'll just move somewhere else and they'll be and then safe. He, yeah, and then he realizes it's not endangering the people. Here yeah. it's getting to the point where, yeah. Exactly. So, point. there you go. So, that was the turning point. That's the point where you think, uh-huh. He's not quite... He's He thinks he's a big man. He thinks he's a shady man. But actually, yeah. he's not the follow-through man. And I know that's probably gone with what we've said earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. I think if you've seen the episode, it kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. He's yeah. more of a fart than a follow through. <laughs> he is. He's kind of all, all this, like, I want to be big, but actually I've got a heart where he can't play with the big boys that don't. That's yeah. essentially His it. His gas will Which just is, disperse odorlessly. Yeah, so, they Maybe go. a small However, odor. He's not a good guy. He's got a small odor, but no follow through. <laughs> the threat is getting back to the. Oh, the threat the is always of the follow through. The threat is that he's threat. then going, do you want to be Goldilocks or the bears? Or the bears. So essentially, fox and house, do you want yeah. to be the, you know, do you want to run with us or do you want to take chances out Ooh, there? It's like the end of the it. first series of the reboot of Doctor Who when he's standing over there with the uh, big, um, like in Dynamite, where you got the thing to push down, the handle to push down to mm. ignite Dynamite. He's there with a, a, a weapon much like that. And the coward's like, uh, so do you want to uh, be a murderer or a coward? Yeah. And he's like standing there, he's like grips his hand around the device and, and he stands back and goes, a coward every time. Oh. It's a beautiful moment and it's oh. much like this. Yeah. Ninth Doctor and this landlord, yeah. much the same. Yeah, I mean, you commented, um, like this this bad guy kind of like looking down on them as they're protesting, you call him like an early Scrooge. Yeah, it seemed like he was stuck in the first stage of Scrooge. Yeah. It's like the three angels or ghosts aren't going to visit him. He's just going to stay as this asshole. Yeah. But it just really felt like that. It's like he was one line away from cancelling Christmas. (laughs) So just cut off the water. Just um, leave rancid trash in their hallways. Mm. Do all this. It doesn't matter. It's money, isn't it? It's not, you know. Yeah, these people, if they can afford it, they'll move in. If they worked harder, they can afford it. That's very Scrooge-esque in that first scene. Then Scrooge evolves. This guy is obviously never going to evolve because the sad truth of it, at this sign, it's going to sound soapboxy, but just sad truth of it is people like that don't change. I do genuinely believe, I think this is why I loved you, South. Mm-hmm. I do genuinely believe in my heart, maybe not to the extreme of Benny, but there are Bennies out there, people who just make a small difference in their local neighbourhoods. You might not be able to change the world, but some of these people do manage to. Yeah. But... If all you can do is make a change in your local neighbourhood to make things a bit fairer, that's great. You know, uh, I've spoken before about my dad. I don't know if I mentioned him on this podcast, but he was a Tory politician. I am very against the Tories. My dad cared about local issues. So he was a member of the Conservative Party, 
but to him it was about the business side of it. Maybe I'm romanticising. I wish I'd got to know his politics with me. I know it sounds funny because I was almost dead when he died, but like I never thought I really got to have a serious conversation as a sort of as a dad myself with him about this stuff. But I, from from his actions, he supported uh, not overdeveloping houses, for instance, because the the town of Romsey where I grew up couldn't uh, didn't have the space for them. They're now since done it, but he held that back for many years. He mm. stopped that from happening. I'm very proud of stuff like that. He put his individual area over his party, and so I know this is on tangent, but I kind of like that's my small like you know my dad was by no means said Benton Fraser, but he did some good in his local area and something he believed in, and just these are the ways we can really make a difference. And that's why I kind of really struggle when people kind of go against a party like. But everyone in it like just it counts everyone in it and just even though you can think a party does evil things someone who's an individual who believes what the party was started to be that's what they're investing in and they're trying to do good in their local area they might even have disagreements like there's people in the Labour Party who hated Corbyn who kind of uh, glad to see him gone but they're in the party to do good for what they think yeah. Labour represents yeah same on both sides I'm sorry anyway it's a bit soapboxy but you know it's uh, sadly enough assholes like this though are more of the Trump creed, and again, I know it's going overtly political, but um, more these people who just like the money is the end of it, that's all that matters. They can't see these other people as people, really. It's always going to be there. Benton's a little ray of light, and they exist out there. Just so they do, and, it, and it's really there. well, kind of actually bringing like the politics into it. There was a little bit when they were doing the um, like the, pla- the placards outside, and um. The um, journalist said, "You know, even Trump couldn't afford this place. Like, look yes, at the yeah. building that you know that this bad guy." Is, I like, did have this moment, in. like, for fuck's sake, due south is using my <laughs> respite from from him. Yeah, you know, they actually kind of like bring him into this. Yeah, as you can tell, it's come back into my head because yeah. this episode. <laughs> yeah, I must admit, even before the person uh, popped up, I thought their mum went on Trump. That is mm. very Trumpian. He was a forceful yeah. figure in New York. Like <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was a he was a very well known businessman at this time. So yeah, it's um, I think there's definitely some modelling mm. on him happening there. Mm. Yeah. So what we got next? So next, it kind of goes to the scene where it's kind of following Benny around his apartment, and as he he goes about his business, everything's getting shut down. Mm. He oh, goes to cook some yes. pancakes on the on the stove, and the gas goes. Mm. And he and goes I thought he made soup for Benny. Yeah. I was saying, oh, oh no, not for Benny. <laughs> Yeah, not for Benny, but yeah, for Deepenbaker. Sorry, this gets confusing because we know that man would not be alive, would he, Michelle, if he walked in here? (laughs) Michelle would be like, get your coat. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys would be going, who was at the door? No one! Come on, this way! (laughs) Come on, Michelle, let's go. (laughs) No, I'm with him. Oh, we're all with him, are we? No, you two out here. Oh, are we? We'll just get drunk then, Michelle, we? I am. It sounds like I'm one of the, the straight guys going, oh, I'm 100% straight. Oh, I'm not no, I just... I'm I'm 100%. To, I am to be only interested in women, but, but. I, might, I might have to make an exception for this man. He's, he's too hunky, just um, for the story alone. It's well, like I mean, Freddie Mercury, if he'd ever asked, it would just be like, well... well I'd like normally, to, it'd be a no, but just you. <laughs> I'd like you... Was you, I age when he died? I mean, let's say it was age appropriate. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> come back in ghost form and go like fancy one in the loveliest way though i think that would have to be because obviously the medical issues and stuff you'd have to take that on. Kind of, like today's medicines would be fine yeah you do right now don't you yeah <laughs> um, i'm still you could not reduce his quite. viral load to one percent yeah but I'm and still... then he could give me his viral load yeah okay 
Now, if Paul Haggis, yeah, if he wants to come in, we can have a threesome. Paul oh, Haggis? Foursome? Um, <coughs> Sorry, foursome. Did, by now, no offence to him, he's lovely, but uh, the director. No, I didn't producer. mean him. Who did I mean? Paul Gross. Paul Gross. Gross. Why is this? I was Paul Haggis, look. We love I you so much. I have my head. Go on. You can you be come a backup. In. At least. We probably wouldn't say no. I'll give you something, something. You're a very handsome man. You just. Yeah. Back up territory. Uh, uh, older than us. So just but if you want to free some... And he's been kind enough to answer I, my you know, Instagram. And sometimes you've got to oblige, haven't you? This was when he actually, <laughs> I like every year, he said, Kendra, he's really nice to go, sorry, look, man, I'm not giving interviews right now. Can, can you contact me again next year? And he's done that a couple of years running, but he always answers. He's so lovely, Paul Haggis. This is the time when he replies, going, heard your show, fuck off. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, saying, no. This is the same after this. I was going to say, I'd like to go back and say, yay! Congratulations, Paul, Paul, you fuck off too. Paul, we love you. This is only we do this love very, you. In, in case you don't know, this is a very silly podcast. You're not listening anyway, but I'm going to say the same thing. But if you well. are, we love you. Yeah. And you could be back so up. And if you want to foursome, I think we've all agreed we're up for it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We will oh, wait a minute, no, we're going to be a fivesome. If we have Paul Gross too. Well, it depends on it. Look, no, it depends who's on this. We've got three of us here. Depends who's available. I'm a new star myself. <laughs> <laughs> who's the chief? Chief. Oh, right. My God, it's like a. Yes, it's a man of power. I can't help it. We haven't got enough room for having an orgy right now. Well, not having an orgy. I mean, we. I'll show you guys upstairs. Like planning one. I'll show you guys upstairs. Everyone's going in the room. I'm just. Doorbell goes again. I shall again. I'll be up again in a second. It's from Ramona and and. Oh, here we go, Catherine. And I'm like, beautiful ladies. I'll be up in a minute. I just quickly run. <laughs> I, yeah, I bet you do. Come on in, ladies. Here's a glass of water by the side. That was his chat up line to me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Bloody well it was. not. I, ha- I always have water in the bedroom. I just provide an extra glass this time. Oh, sorry. So every night you put a glass of water by the side of bed in case you pull. Is that the case when you were single? There was never a empty glass of water. <laughs> a full glass of water. Because all I got was, oh, this is my house. empty glass of water. Oh, this is where I live. This is my bedroom and your glass of water's that side. That's what I got. No, what I got was you coming in here, and we've said this on the podcast before, <laughs> went over to Piggles, put your bum right in the air and go, oh, are these your Piggles? Oh, they're so cute. Because you asked me. I did not sound, I, that makes me sound like a, uh, how can I put it? The way you wiggled your bum. I'm sorry, that was not an instant bum right? wiggle. I'm that not being funny, right? The, the cage is there. If you're going down to say hi to the Piggles, would you not have to bend you down? Would. You would have your would bum you have in the to air. Would you have to push your bum higher in the air and wiggle it, though? You'd have to bend over, wouldn't you? I think. Would you have to push in the air and wiggle it and then push against my face? Yeah, but... <laughs> I did not do did. that thing. She did. Sorry, that was right to the mic. <laughs> but she the, did. The thing is... Tell like, you, it happened that way. Let's just be clear, right? Oh, I've been this, over... I've been rude not to. Your water's upstairs. I bent over to... Sorry, your water's upstairs. I, I bent over to say hi to the pickles, right? Yeah. He's interpreted it in a very, very different way <laughs> because you have to bend over to say hi to them. And, and I'm like animals, why don't you as you know. And I go, mm-hmm. That's what happens. He's just, he, he always has a sorry, and it's probably, <laughs> it's not quite as blatant as there's your water, that's your side of the bed. No, it's oh, not. would you like it's a drink, you. by the way? <laughs> you were more blatant. I had brought my toothbrush, so that was quite blatant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll just bring it That's anyway. a bit of a sign, isn't just it? Just When she said, fuck it, I was it. <laughs> I was like, well, you never know, I'll just bring my toothbrush anyway. Okay, guys, 
G South, anyway. Oh, yeah, G South. There's a podcast that's happening. How that's did we how get we, on from there? That's how, how we first met. How do you spin into that story every time? Bloody We've told no. our first aid story on here so many times. Have we? Oh. Yeah, so I think we were going And then it gets through. embellished every time by both of us. Yeah. So what was it? Sorry, there was like a... Uh, we were going through. <laughs> Chocolate on the bed, roast petals eating up to... Yeah. I <laughs> we were going through, and um, whenever... Everything you were in your gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you knew he was the hers, one. Like, the hers one is that side of the bed. <laughs> the what? The hers gimp suit. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's it's tamped down and washed from last time. <laughs> it's tamped down and washed from last time. Unfortunately, I didn't dry it properly, so it's yeah. a bit gummy in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's turned listeners. into a kind of paste, much like that episode of Friends. You know, when this podcast. The listeners never know what they're going to get. <laughs> Tonight they get gimp. <laughs> right, due south, guys. Really, oh. But this is the problem you bring over proof from. I'm sorry, what do you get? Well, look, I gave you... <laughs> can, we, can we just read out due south point? We were going through everything as being switched off in their apartment block. He was cooking yeah. pancakes. Well, this is something you shouldn't off. digress into something rude, Michelle. Yeah, right? Michelle... <laughs> Talking about gimp suits, what yeah. kind of woman are you? Yeah, walk by the side of them and wave me off in the air. We don't need to know so how you sorry. met Gary. Yeah. Now almost all of my conversations end. <laughs> it's been a long time. And Gary time. went, hoo-hoo, blowy. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like to think that's his finish line. I'm trying, Nicky, I'm blummy. trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Gary's finish line, isn't it? Hoo-hoo, uh, blummy. <laughs> I'm trying, Michelle, I'm trying. <laughs> And you're like, zip yourself back up. <laughs> Get back up on the swing. Or start again. Yeah. yeah, I'll lock you back in the cupboard. <laughs> How am I going to sing in the swing with this thing up there? <laughs> so, okay, I'll get out of work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Were we doing something else? Yeah, go and talk about it. I just wanted to be a professional podcaster. <laughs> yeah, they were having <laughs> By the way, we're performing live at uh, Sports Relief uh, at the Southampton Super Bowl 2020 on the Sunday, the 8th of March. Oh. If you want to hear some, we, we better clean up for that. Oh. It's live at lunchtime. No overproof rum. Yeah. So no sport and then relief then? Is that not the what? They've got their own cocktails, so we're going to order some Oh, cocktails. goodness, there's cocktails. Ooh, where, I don't even know where I'm going. I've just been told I'm going there's somewhere. There's social in Sandham, and I'm somewhere like, within eight minutes walk of the Mayflower. Somewhere only you Okay. So you've got to try and get the eight of March. Anyway, know. look, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's, an, that's for another If you're in the Southampton area, please come and see us Yeah, live. I do, because... Uh, who knows what would be? I'll be pissed, probably. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get very drunk. But it'll be yeah. lunchtime, so we'll only okay. start. If you want a conversation about how me and Ian met, or sex, or gimp gim- suits, <laughs> come and have a chat with me. Or rum or dogs. You That's know our... me. That's my remit. That's a weird mix here, and occasionally a bit of G-South. We try and throw in a little bit every now and then. Anyway, Michelle, why don't you tell us about what we're getting into? I keep trying. Michelle, do your job. We're so distracted. Sorry, listeners. So, okay, Michelle. the electricity yeah, not, got not, turned off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Michelle, go on. That's later. I'm sorry, I need to compose myself. Michelle, come round here. Flaunting your wares. Look, I'm in my woolly jumper. It's not... Shush, you're not. not. Oh, According to everyone else, you're not in your woolly jumper. I'm in my gimp suit. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Everything is being shut off in the building. <laughs> Not in, in the show. <laughs> oh, 
touchy. It's actually a really touching <laughs> scene as well. That's the worst thing. It's a touchy. Oh, it's so yeah. inappropriate. Touchy, touchy. So <laughs> everything he does gets like turned off. He's like he's trying to cook pancakes. The gas gets turned off, so he just gives the sop- sloppiness to the dog. He gives her, him his sloppy. Seconds. His sloppy seconds. <laughs> He tries to. He's cleaning. No, he's shaving, isn't he? He's shaving. He's and shaving. I thought I thought he made soup for the dog as well. That's the thing. When he's pouring, yeah, I was like, why has he made the dog soup? It's like it's pancake mix. It's amazing. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so he's trying to shave. Then the water goes off. Then he's. And we were waiting for him to have a comedy half-shaved yeah, beard. Yeah, and that doesn't happen. Does but it? we we figured that he probably shaves a couple times an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he, he's so smooth faced that it doesn't really show. Um, and he's lying in bed reading and then ele- the electricity goes off, doesn't it? It's like one by one, everything is like boom, 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 getting shot And he off. reads a classy line from some book. It's like, oh, these things are so yeah. biased, blah, 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 blah. I can't, Yeah, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. Everything's like getting shut off in this book. They're really trying to like push these people out, aren't they? And he like, tells, and then, uh, um, yeah. he tells <laughs> Steve, he's like, uh, oh, that's from this book. Oh, don't you know? Like, you should know. Yeah, and I just made a note, it's like, as he's laying in bed, like, reading his book, like, Deef and Baker's, like, trying to steal the blanket off of him. Yeah. I was like, oh, Deef, you can have my blanket any day. So that's, that sounded right, didn't it? It's, it's my, fine. Yeah, it's no, like, you're just in my head, I was like, is that weird? We are so worried about anything we say now, we've done something dodgy. No, you'll just make it even dodgier. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> it's for my own enjoyment being <laughs> But then the next day, these, um, kind of, like, bats, Oh, Batman. I've got, I've got hiccups. Did Batman it? come in? Is the, is the hiccups I mentioned Gimp. Yeah. Was there multiple versions of Batman? It's like these bad guys like turn up in the building and they're, th- bad they're threatening, aren't they? Or oh, bad they're guys or girls? Oh, sorry. It's not like you said bad girl. I think it's bad girls. It's because of hiccups. Bad girls, bad girls. What you gonna do? Bad girls. It's supposed to be guys, but hiccups. Um, yeah, so they bad turn guys, up in the building and they're you know, like ruffians and they. And actually, Benny gets into quite a fight with them. Yeah, see, now this is a bit. Oh, I, was... I like this. I yeah, did, because this is the bit where Benny's moral goes beyond. Lo- I mean, they are illegally going to his house I think they are yeah. breaking some laws here yeah I think they are and then but for him I don't think it's about that I think his true moral code and more so the more he lives in New- in uh, Chicago this is the one like um, in American shows they have this really bad habit sometimes and sometimes in our programs as well let's face it but I will say at the moment America's probably the worst for it if I'm honest about doing these episodes or doing these TV shows where it's like it's kind of white saviour it's like, well, with our American culture, we'll save you from yourself, basically. And again, our shows are very guilty of it as well, uh, you know, over the years. But it's like, even with Iron Fist recently, which wasn't that long ago on Netflix with Marvel, it's a white guy, like, and it's based on the original comics, so they're staying true to the comics, but it's a white guy who goes into another land and becomes the best at what they do. As opposed to someone being locally from the region being the best at that and being the Iron Fist and all this. And it kind of, like, it... it um, I think the, the the way that this handled better in due south is Benny comes to Chicago, he keeps what he is, but he learns a bit about like there's a truer justice. Like I think Ray gives this to him because Ray will go as far as he needs to for what he believes is right. Yeah. Now, like I was saying before, Benny shows him where to draw the line to be moral, but it's like Ray shows him where to cross the line to do what's right as opposed to what's legal. Like, there is a truer justice beyond the law. And I, I think that's beautifully handled here without being disrespectful to 
Canada to like I was saying in, some, in a couple of episodes ago I was listening back to it today as I was editing I was saying about how like they're very respectful to the Inuit tribe like Benton mm. isn't the best ever at being an Inuit because he's come there and he's our hero in the story he's just someone who's respectfully learned from them and he's taken that in as part of his identity he hasn't he isn't the best at like you know when the Inuits come they show them him some things about tracking and everything like that and about how to use these tools correctly so he's not a white savior he's just someone who knows a lot of stuff and, and here he's learned stuff from being in America it's done very calmly and not again not American savior or kind of white guy savior <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, now, when I saw the fighting, it was quite fisty-cuffy. Yep. And the it thing was, that got yeah. me, what I was expecting, knowing uh, sort of Benny, is kind of like, I was expecting it to be, I don't know, Benny's this really, really nice guy, as we know him, very much follows the moral code. But you know when someone is kind of pushed, and I expected, the like, two guys to take him on, and the next minute he's got one in an arm lock... And he's like winning the day because like push him and he's like, you know, right on there. Didn't get that. He was like rough and tumble. He could, you know, I was expecting him to take two on and two flat out on the floor. Mm. That's what I kind of expected. Nice guy, but, you know, knows his stuff. That's the sort of guy I was expecting from that. That for me was, yeah. Yeah, and Benny's level of aggression was in keeping with the character. He yeah. did just enough to protect his home next to get back into places yeah, later yeah. without ever crossing the line of who he is mm, yeah they yeah, never sell out any character in this show yeah, he was so in keeping with his character i think so you know he's kind of like beating up these guys and then all of a sudden something's going on outside and he's like forget you know forget these guys he goes running to see what's going on and then the lift is going haywire because they done previously fixed it you know for this new landlord but it was all going like tits up there was like a woman and a, is it just a woman mm, and a child, child? Yeah, they were actually. This was going such a really nice scene. Oh, yeah, you really yeah. felt them. Oh my god! Really, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because they write a story so well. You yeah. do get engrossed, and it feels like these real characters. Fun. Yeah, and you, I don't know. You know they're both going to make out fine, but you just feel very tense. Yeah, the show's not quite severe enough to say that we lose people. You know that you're not going show. to. But you care enough about the characters yeah. that you're still worried. Yeah, that's a, a well, tremendous then, feat, especially if you know they're not going to die. To still be invested well, actually, in the, what the you danger. need with a show is you need a turning point. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just going to go along mm. the same. So the turning point for everyone involved is this woman and child at risk. Um, and the that makes a turning point for Benny, for um, the super. That yeah, is yeah. a turning that, point for yeah, everybody. That's a really Without that, you him. just tick along with the same line. You've got to have a point. turning point to change the to change the road of the story, so to speak. Yeah, it's like they, they did show that... The guys obviously wanted Benny to win, but they were a bit afraid. Like, you know, in that situation, it's understandable they're afraid for what they're doing. They're putting their, their whole lives is in where they live. And even, like, these guys are dangerous, who they're dealing with. They know they're putting their lives on the line to do this. So they're a bit scared, which is understandable. It's not like they're bad people, they're just scared. And they maybe don't back up Benny as much as they should. This is the moment where they realise, we've got to, like, if... I mean, some of them are even scared more, but, like, I think you start to get that feeling that we know if we don't, if we tolerate this, uh, then who's going to be next? Yeah. Really nicely done, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a really good um, scene, actually. and It was such a Benny scene. Yeah. I think, you know, he's, he, you know, it's, like, within his 
his being, isn't it? Just come and save the day to run into whatever danger there is. He will just run into it to kind of save save people. But it's so Benny and um, somebody save. And then after this, we've actually got another um, scene to play in. So he goes to see the previous land, the previous landlord after this. Oh, I love this scene. This is which a bit uh, oh, I think you named. Oh, I love it. It was like Richie Mc, McRich, Richington. Oh. <laughs> yes. And there's uh, a, he, I, you know what? He actually reminded me, before we get into the clip, I think they based this on Potter from It's Wonderful Life. He was even in a wheelchair. His was oh. electric, but yeah. Potter from It's Wonderful actually, Life is electric. It's in a wheelchair. And this guy is very Potter-esque. But actually, then they took a later on James Stewart film as well. Exactly. I so think these are possible taken, mods. Yeah. I think they've yeah, gone for yeah. a couple of bit. They even reference it. They directly Vince, reference it. Uh, doesn't she say about... Um, that about It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Mr. Smith goes uh, to Washington. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she directly says It's a Wonderful Life. Talks yeah. about she that. She does, yeah. She's but, talking um, about films that he's watched, yeah. So I think this first scene is, is a, it's, it's a Wonderful Life yeah. tribute. And later on, you've got the very clear Miss Smith goes to Washington scene, which he crushes. I did a bit of Miss Smith Coach Washington when we were doing performing arts. I don't know if you remember. I think you... No, it's the course I did before I did the course with you. Before I knew you, actually. I did a bit of James Stewart, and uh, it's the filibuster scene. This wonderful thing. I had to tweak it a bit to make it monologue. You have to remove a couple of lines which other people say. But I turned it into monologue. It was one of my proudest moments doing that. Mm. I was just such a fan. Just being able to read those words is just a pleasure. I think I did a, 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 an okay job with it. I think I could do even better now, but... Uh, such good material just such a strong powerful thing and they've really taken it well here without being insulting to the original material and they've, they've got their own script it's it's good enough script on its own whilst being an homage mm. to that oh awesome no i was what was i going to say so that, actually sorry we're just and about one for life to my friends oh sorry we're just about to play the clip yes. i actually forgot the clip was playing so you're here, <laughs> and I very much, as you know, I get very much engrossed yeah, yeah. in things, and if I think something's wrong, I will vocally say it. No, it's not, isn't this one wrong? Yes, it's this, this one. one, I think, yeah. When I think something's wrong, I very much, I'm probably very much anti the system. Yeah, and you do what my mum does, and, talk to the TV as if you can change it. And I get very, very <laughs> angry about, because um, I'm very much, if you take a fox and hound situation, I'm very much on the side of the fox, and... Um, you know, I get very angry about uh, certain things. So in here, we're, you, we're turning a. You hear me to for, drop the meat next. You hear me forget that it's a clip we're supposed to be quiet for, <laughs> and I get I get quite engrossed like I'm actually there. <laughs> yeah. So when you hear her talking over this, this isn't her talking in the in the studio very right cross. now. In the studio, in the front room right now. It's a passion talking. It's it? passion. We call this a Game Boy of Cat and Mouse. Because the guy's playing Game Boy because you can't see that in audio. You've watched the episode already, of course. They're being evicted from their homes. It would appear that Mr. Taylor has been less than honest about his intentions. I'm disappointed. Oh, yes, it is. He intends to demolish the building, the entire block, in fact. Uh, this gives you pause. You're beginning to wonder if you did the right thing. No, sir. Nonsense. You saw glory... Little people rising up, throwing off the yoke of tyranny. The people don't like to succeed, Fraser. It's a lot of responsibility. Think of it. You tell a man he's going to die, he can accept that. You've given him a certainty. 
And you ask that same man to take a gamble, to risk everything he has, even if the pride was fountain of youth itself, he'd sooner roll over in the ditch and take that chance. Not everyone. No, no, some are just plain dense like you. Sir, I would like you to buy the building back, Mr. Taylor. You would? Yes, I would, sir. Waste money on lawyers, please? Don't be stupid. I made a handsome profit on that sale. As for the building, it's a dump. Not worth the land it's standing on. with the audio description <laughs> no, no, that was me saying um, basically uh, no after... Sodja I think you were quite clear yeah, yeah actually I was because after being a complete asshole to those people yeah. who needed something and he went for another that was my reaction no Sodja because that would have been my reaction in person yeah I'm sorry you can sod off sod off yeah um, that was when well off. actually <laughs> Benny and Benny in his very nice way of me saying sod off went yeah I bet it's cold <laughs> he wasn't clearly going to put another log on the fire. The way he put it was it. very nice. He did it nice for me. But <laughs> no, it was so funny. It's yeah, using a bit of a metaphor to make your point in a classy way. Mm. Much more classy than us. I wouldn't be that classy. Mm. No, no more I classy than me. Yeah, yeah, I, I it. yeah. It's been around you for too long. Yeah. Yeah. To rabbit, which is your term. I've, I've taken on. But there's no... That, do you, yeah, it just makes me... People like that, I think. I think they even actually do refer to a character called Potter in this. Mm. I'm sure there's a Potter character in this who's. I'm sure there's a character which Potter is the uh, bad guy in this wonderful life. I think, like what you're very similar saying about um, your father with uh, earlier, that but I was very much brought up to, like I say, I use my fox and hounds, but I was very much uh, brought up to support the worker. Mm. and not you know the system so to speak so you know when i see injustice yeah. you know i do get cross and i you know do get angry just looking at the cast list now to see if i can find the guy okay. who won talk that would mm. be great okay. oh yeah Robert, oh, michelle. Claudia. <gasps> he's called mr potter ah uh. so it is mr potter he goes and john taylor taylor is the guy from uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Well, that's very interesting, the, isn't it? Because then he's Mrs. the senator. They've got Junior and his. Do you know Mr. Smith? The, the oh, great film. No. You've got the junior and film. senior senator from the state. I forget which state it is, but uh, Mr. Taylor's the senior uh, senior uh, senator, and Mr. Smith, when he comes in, Jefferson Smith comes in as the junior, and they. Uh, he, he finds out that this guy who used to work with his dad, Mr. Taylor, is corrupt. And that's what leads into the kind of bulk of the film. He kind of like, he wants to look up to this guy and this guy is suddenly remembering working with this guy's dad. 
and being a moral person himself. And he's kind of like shamed by this new young guy. But he's also under the cuff of uh, another guy. And then when he asks him to uh, to stand up to him, he goes, like, yeah, you refuse to. And like he, he turns his back on Jefferson Smith. And there's the filibuster scene, like in this. And he goes up there and he goes, you've got the truth tailor-made. And I think, I, actually, I think Taylor's not him, it's his boss, but the other senator's working for Taylor. I think that's the... I forget the names, it's a okay. wonderful film, please. Anyone who hasn't seen it, if you're a fan of It's Wonderful Life, check that film out too, you will love it as well. It's just, it's the same kind of uh, Capra Gold, you know, they used to call it, they jokingly call it Capricorn. Because it's a bit corny, but it is a beautiful story and so well told, and uh, it's James Stewart with uh, Frank Capra, so if you like It's Wonderful Life, it's that director and actor <laughs> pairing again, Excuse bless me. you. <laughs> oh well, sorry. I'll just make my oh, point sorry. while you're sneezing. That's fine. Yeah, you carry on. So yeah, I think there's a definite purposeful thing of uh, names from those films. <laughs> I didn't even hear it when I was watching it. So, and in fact, Maria Bello, who plays Mackenzie King, <laughs> the sorry. girl who who you finish it. I don't know. The journalist who Ray is kind of having flirtation yeah. with in this. She reminds me a lot of the female reporter in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington as well. I think she's fulfilling that role. Man, this is layered. I love Ooh, it. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Go on. Okay, well, to carry on from this, we've got Ray and Benny Adam Westing it. Ooh, By yes, the way, they're climbing up. Can I just give a compliment? They've made this such a great, definite, Strong Due South episode. Yeah. View Star, credit only. Daniel Cash, credit only. So this is uh, Harding. Yep. Uh, Harding Walsh and Liz Gardino, Huey, credit only, Tony Craig, friend of the show, Catherine Brouillet, friend of the show, credit yeah, only, yeah. as Catherine, as um, Elaine. It has not gone unnoticed, all these people not in it, but yeah. No, I noticed it, but <laughs> yeah. you didn't, you noticed it, but you didn't, you didn't feel like it, as much as I always think these guys should be in it, because they are the texture, like they're the um, cartilage which holds the show together, these kind of character actors, these wonderful performances. In this one, I think they did right by not including them because they were just been forcing them in. It isn't fair on the actor or the characters or the story if you just crowbar characters in. We love those characters, but I, I think it was sensible in this one. Because as you say, you get wonderful moments you make time for, like them climbing up a building, yes. like Adam West. Yes. And yes. Robert, I, I wonder if they put that in as well, while they're telling such a moral story. Why not have a bit of 66 Batman in there? <laughs> yeah. the old, you know, it, it may be tongue-in-cheek, but it is an ultimately very yeah. moral story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so then we have um, Benny goes to... Wait, what did we say, though? Sorry, interrupt again. While they're climbing up, we're saying they should have opened up a window and had a star <laughs> yeah. at the time. Like, it's mid-90s, so maybe MC Hammer himself goes, uh, <laughs> well, citizen, go back in your house. Uh, you shouldn't be leaning out the window. It's dangerous. Okay, I guess I can't touch this. Uh, and goes go. back into the house and closes <laughs> the window as they climb back up. Yeah, that was, it was good, missing. But they didn't, yeah, they didn't do that. Um, yeah, they just, they just climbed. And then we have... Um, Benny going to the courthouse to fight, you know, fight his cause. And he wants to, like, speak to the woman that granted uh, Mr. Taylor, you know, the rights to do this. And he wants, yeah. he wants to question her and say, you know, why did you do this? And he, he gets up there and we actually have a another um, clip from this. Um, a few good smiths, they've called it. Talk about it a bit more. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we'll keep talking. So he was stood up there in his lovely uniform. He was looking lovely. And it was lovely. nice that the judge was moral enough to be swayed by his arguments. Yeah, I mean, eventually. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Eventually. But if it was um, a real corrupt judge who didn't care at all, she wouldn't have heard his words at all. Very true, very true. Um, 
Yeah. So what do we call this one again? A few good Smiths. Mr. Smiths. Taking him out. Yeah. By the way, I think I should put a warning on episodes like this. This is an overproofed episode oh. of Due oh. South by Southeast. Just yes. while we're playing that clip, we couldn't help but. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't even question what that noise was, but we were doing rude, like mouthing rude things to each other. No, I, not, but I can tell them what I'm saying. I was actually saying, I feel fucked. Yeah, but you're minding it to Michelle and making it look much ruder than you meant to. <laughs> Which is, I said, I feel. And Michelle Good has now, and Michelle has now agreed to a threesome later. Yeah, that's I mean, I thought that's what you wanted. I'm confused now. Oh, that's why you want you were going up the stairs. Yeah, is, putting is on that... the gimp outfit uh, that we left at the bottom. Do I have to take we... this off again? Because it took a long time for me By to get on. We, 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 <laughs> we, uh, we left it there of laziness. That's why it's so baggy on you. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, you're going to have to tell me I need to unclip my legs from the sex swing. Yeah. Oh, yes. I wouldn't mind but you you just fit in one clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh damn. <laughs> anyway, uh back to the episode. So that was a very beautiful moving speech which we just picked up. <laughs> yeah. That was really nice. I thought it was just nice and done. Sorry. And then excuse me, listeners. We cut it after a minute, but uh he goes on and it's uh, he does the filibuster like oh, in it's one like uh, yeah. Miss Smith goes to Washington. Come on, you must have seen it. Just well, you'll come no, round. You're watching yeah, that recordings yeah. and funeral, which we also stand. Yeah, still haven't seen that. Yeah, okay. We're watching Devil Bill. Yeah, wonderful films, very different, obviously. <laughs> but um, the, the way they, did, I think they did a total justice in this. It works for the episode. It doesn't feel like it's forced in. It doesn't feel like it's a copy, but it's definitely homage to it. Yeah, I, mean, I really like that. Um, Benny's just like 
no, you're gonna, I'm going to stand here and you're going to listen to me. You know, I want these answers. I Do you remember the story he tells about his grandmother? Yeah, about her being burnt. Yeah, sorry, can you tell it? Um, probably not very well. It was something to do with her holding on to people. It was something to save people, and she had to yeah, hold yeah. on to to save them. If she let go, they would have all they died. They would have all died. But, but her holding on, on meant she was burnt. severely burnt. And it was that just obviously it really hit home for us because we've got it. But no, yeah. it was it was a very <laughs> moving speech. And sorry, blame the overproof rum. But it was Definitely. wonderful. Um, I always like that he's got a personal speech, yes. some way in which this person to him. Sometimes it is about his family. Sometimes it's about the Inuit tribe, which he feels a part of as an outsider and very respectful of. And again, this is another way in which I think they definitely do it, that it's, he is an awe of these people who've taught him stuff, and he is a part because he's been with them from a very young age, he's known them, and he's grown up with them, but never feels like he's taking anything from them. It's mm. all very respectful in a way that is very ahead of its time from the 90s. I think now we're starting to be much better. Mm. We've still got a long way to go. But to in the 90s to do something which, again, you've still got a white lead with another white lead, and when they tried to suggest maybe we should have a black guy as the part later, I think it was the BBC who said they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't show that they weren't interested in their take on it. Mm. And so our friend T- Tony Craig was not selected to be the part, which he would have been. Mm. Said they got another white guy. And so they weren't perfect by any means. We're not virtue signalling to that extent. It was still kind of had work to do. I think probably Paul Gross, I mean, well, he was producing the show at that time. Mm. So I think obviously it was his suggestion. It must have been to have Tony Craig in that position and it yeah. was the networks which turned it down so he, he seemed very forward thinking in yeah. his ways but um but i still think within the confines of a show which is all led by white guys it is respectful as that show can be while that's still mm. the case and you know the other characters are so powerful like the inuit characters especially are very well drawn yeah so i think it's very well done anyway yes not my virtual thing <laughs> virtue signaling yeah um yeah, so kind of leading on for this thing, so Benny's up there and he's refusing to get down off his podium right now. And Ray wants to help and he goes outside and he's paying people to come in and stand behind him, you know, it's like he needs Yeah, to pretend that they're tenants. Tenants, yeah. The tenants and there, and there were loads scared. of people, loads of people that he's paying, like come in and come in, come in. See, actually, I was wrong before, I suggested as if that was the turnaround moment in the, with the lift. That's what got them scared away. Yeah. Sorry, I, I mistold that. Yeah. That's what's getting them away. So at this stage, it's all people off the street that uh, Ray's paying to pretend to be. Like, the amount of money that Ray, Ray's taking the piss so out of being tight, tight ass. Yeah. When there's something for Benny, he will shell the he, cash. He was He'll just dishing it out, yeah. Penny. And he will always do it for his friends. Yes. And, and he may be tight in other situations, but if it's a friend and he really needs it, he will always be there for them. Yeah, and I think, you know, wow, what a support, really, that he was to his friend. I mean, there's nothing more he could have done for him. I think, you know, he... That turned the tide. Yeah, he allowed him to have this podium. He gets rid of this other guy that wants to speak. He's bringing people off the Yeah, he's being down the guy. We don't improve it, but you know, the rest <laughs> is great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was such a thing to do, wasn't it? And it worked. In the end, it worked. You know, he got their attention. He got them listening. It was, it was yeah, it, it was quite something. And then we find out that this guy that's been working with the bad guy, what was it you've been calling him? Oh, the super. Yeah, the super. We find out that he's actually got a lease. I yeah. think he was the only person that's actually got a lease, isn't he? And there was like another four years on this yes. lease. And he says no increases. And if yeah. they can't increase it for one, they can't increase it for They can't increase it for all of them. And so that kind of scuppered him in the end. Yeah. In, in the, the end, end he... I just found this yeah. bit of paper. 
and so it was like get guy it's the guy who's one round which we yeah. always like that character who's on the bad guy side yeah but you see he has got, got a more level yeah a little bit and that when that sparks ignited he then can save the day i yeah. love that in stories it is the scrooge like he is probably the closest to the scrooge character in there being on the side of evil but not being evil himself i guess the other guys yeah. are more the marley characters who did nothing but wrong to in their life yeah and, and i have to say that nothing was kind of really said but you kind of wonder why this kind of he, he looks very creepy he looks quite poor in the way he looks within himself and here he is in this kind of expensive looking building uh, with this stood next to a guy who's clearly got a lot of money you kind of think you know what is this guy well they said didn't they said the rodent? guy was didn't what did, was he offering him? yeah exactly it's like, sexually no, didn't, didn't Ray sexually. call him a rodent at some stage yeah you say he that did. he did he said from rodent to rodent so well this rodent. is the thing i think originally it was owned by a slumlord so that's the kind of guy Slumlord has. Now you get this rich guy who's come in and he's used this guy as the henchman to get rid of people. So, like, first of all, he hands out the rent increase, which the guy obligingly does. Then when he gets more serious about hurting people and make it so people might die of a cold. You know, he, he realised the stakes are elderly, elderly people can mm. die in a cold snap yeah. without proper heating. So that's when he activates his goodness. That's kind of like his, come to Jesus, his, like, first ghost mode or his first, second and third ghost mode. That's when he turns around where he comes good Scrooge and it's like, look, I've got still time on my lease. And and even Ray takes the piss out of him and he goes, well, look, I just saved the day for God's sake. Because you know? we are still aware, he, unlike Scrooge, he is still a bad guy. He's not morally straight. He's just someone who has a limit to his evil and to his wrongdoing. He's not out and out evil. He's not out and out good. He lives in that moral grey area where we probably all exist to one degree or another. He's probably more towards the wrong side of that. But he's got a line of humanity. And that's lovely to see. It's a lovely wrap-up to the moment when someone comes around. It's just always nice to see. If you've got the good guy being good, well, that's too obvious. When you've got a bad guy who you've got a credible reason why they're good. Like, he may remember his own mother in that situation or his own elderly mm. relative. Uh, yeah, so it ends up, like, because of this lease. I mean... Benny Weems, really. Yeah. You know, he's got all this backing. <laughs> they don't know. Oh, and then there's the tenants, You know, and the um, this woman he's calling Sir. Can we go to that moment at the end? Yeah. So then he goes to back into his house and it's in shatters. Like the mm. guys have broken through the door. They've trashed the place. Standing there, and then everyone from the building comes in. They're no longer afraid. They realise what he's done for them, which they were too scared to do. And understandably yeah, I know, so. They're I know you say people. that, but I kind of had this scurry sort of moment yeah. because, like, you know, I do agree. You're going to get the negative out of it, No, no, I'm not going to get the negative. No, not at all. But I do feel it at some point it's like, well, actually, two points we haven't covered. Uh, I don't think we've covered. Um, cover them. Right, okay, the first one, let right me just take them. you back. Cover them like take you're you back to Benny the, um, You know, we were talking, and I do like to cover Benny over my lovely. Talking about, you know, the woman that was there, we went back to Victoria's Secrets. Did we cover that? No, we haven't got... Oh, no, yeah. that's a good point. Yes, when he has a... That was like, have we got to that was like the next thing that we were Then I'm not going to mention that. Well, you can talk about now, because that's you talk about, yeah, you I'll tell you, I'll yeah. talk about the scurry first, because yeah. it'll lead on. Um, so the scurry bit for me was I did sort of say, well, where were they? Where were they when, you know, they had to drag unknown people off the streets to support him? Where were the residents then? And some of the residents then i used to drink um, and now and now they're all coming in as soon as yeah. they've won they're, they're all, all coming back, back like oh thank you yeah. you know they all kind of I human. They're scared. Yeah. i know they were and scared, they're very but... poor they don't have a lot of choices no i know that's but the thing. It's, he's ugh. the bravest of all of us 
Look, anyway. a moment in work. It, it, so okay. Just on this point, there's a moment in work the other day. I felt, not to this, this degree, but I felt guilty. There was this woman who was a clean lady, and mm. uh, someone came up like her manager in front of everyone. She goes, look, these bins are not empty. This, that, and the other hasn't been done. Look, you're doing the sink's fine, but you take too long to once you do this, that, and the other. If you want to be going five o'clock, you've got to get everything done. Dick move. Yeah. We were all like looking shocked, and we were all looking at each other. All I wanted to do, and all I wish I'd done, there was no reason why I didn't do this, is go up and just go, sorry, but look, we can all hear what you're saying. I understand you've got to discipline some work of you, but could you take that aside? I like to think I was just about to. I think I was, but I didn't do it, so I can't say for sure. But I like to think I was about to get up. I, I felt like I was like about to go up. Someone else got up, talk to one side, take out side, and go, look, can we talk out here? You know, can we talk? No, out there. And they spoke to them. Mm. I felt so bad that I hadn't been the one to do it because that gone on longer than it should have done. I, I had the power mm. to do that, and I didn't. We all waited until it was all over, and then someone very well you know I'm not having a go to the person who went in for their time and they went and took them to one side and they did it in a very classy way no reason why I can do it but I didn't do it I was at the moment I, 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 I think it was a bit of latent fear not active fear but it's like the fact that I'm on a temp contract at the moment yeah. I'm about to go to contract I think something stopped me because that and I felt so bad there was no reason I shouldn't have gone up no. it's not as if I could get in trouble for defending someone for being told off for dignity in the workplace that's what should have happened I didn't do it. Uh, so I'm just, I, it's okay, a microcosm. No, it, but it, I, I bet every one of them felt at the end of that, I think it's that feeling of like, shit, any one of us could have stuck with them. And we didn't. Yeah, Actually, I think also sometimes, because I've found those kind of situations when I think sometimes shock kind of takes over. Yeah. You're kind of surprised at the situation and that yeah. doesn't put you in the kind of right frame of mind to think logically about, oh, I should step in and, and do we should stand yeah, up absolutely. for one another and we should reminder. yeah and sometimes I, I do think a kind of a bit of a Sorry. kind of yeah. taking you out your comfort zone kind of strange shocking situation you kind of step back at oh but actually oh, you're sure. right because there are things that do stop you through fear because if we go back in time to suffragettes say yeah that's where know, i was going next yeah is there a podcast <laughs> that sticks on point i mean no because i it really does lead on from your point of what you were saying because oh, i've always considered you. and i always think to myself if i was in the at that time in my life i'd like to think that i would be part of the suffragette movement i consider myself that way i look at myself and think yes that would be me quite fearless part of the suffragette movement until you really research it and you think, actually, some of these ladies that joined the suffragette movement that had husbands, had children, they were, for very much, they didn't leave their husbands and children, but they were forced to leave their children because of their choice to be in the suffragette movement. And now, because I've got my daughter Danielle, it suddenly begs the question. Would you? No. <laughs> no. And the answer is, no, I would not well, leave no, Danielle. I, I and actually, you then, like you said, that's when it starts becoming, you feel like you would follow it, then you suddenly, something comes in that you really love, and you just think, would you be able to do it? And the answer of leaving Danielle would be a no. Well, uh, Stephen Merchant once talked on uh, one of the Ricky Ray's podcasts. He's talking about, he said, I... I'm ashamed to admit this, but like if I think about being in the Second World War, if I was uh, living in Nazi Germany at the time, he goes, I'm tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. He goes, I hate to say it, but I, I take a weird comfort out of that. I, I don't feel mm-hmm. good about that, but there is a part of me which feels like I would be safe there. And it's a weird thing that, you know, to admit, but, mm. and this is his words, 
I can't respect the honesty of that. I'm not. Mm. I'm not saying he would or he wouldn't. Like when it came to it, but I don't. I think the honest answer is I don't know how I would react. I'd really like to think that I'd stand up if my family's around me and they're dependent on me, and then if I die, they're more at risk. It Where does your moral stand then? Your your personal moral yeah. obligation to your family against your moral obligation on a wider scale. Like you, if you've got a family, if it's you on your own, that's different. Again, even then though, would I have the strength? Would I really have the courage to basically put my life on the line? I really hope I would. I really believe I would, but I don't know until I'm tested. But then if, if you have my family in the mix, that really muddies the water. I really can't say what I do, because I know those that family, my family, would yeah. have to be safe. Mm. See, so that's when you start So I think this realizing. is a microcosm of that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can be, you can feel brave, and you can think you are, and that's fine. But like I said, with my quandary, when I started researching it, it was, suddenly was like, could I do that? And the answer is, I'd like to, but I don't think I could because of that reason. Do you see on this podcast, you get gimp suits, oh. threesomes, and more questions <laughs> leading back to good, to, to good old Nazi Germany, to bad old Nazi Germany. Yeah, absolutely bad old Nazi Germany. Oh. Well, what to, we would do. to bring it back on track. Oh, yes. Back <laughs> on so track. Oh, track, sorry. I track, was going to lead sorry, on to track. Victoria's Secrets, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. So we're not the uh, yeah. Andrade. So we're talking about um, the lady that's the journalist, and there's a kind of like a thing, well, thing with her and Benny. And what I was yes, please. What I was sad about is I know it's, it sounds well, awful because she doesn't know this, obviously. But we know this from the outside. Obviously, the Victoria's Secrets episodes. We Victoria's know, Secret. But so, or Victoria's Secrets episodes. Victoria's, Victoria's Secret. Secret episode. So we know that he is absolutely. Um, yep. You know th- this woman. Let's face it; is his soulmate, Victoria. Uh, well, they're just talking over the drink. Um, <laughs> no. We're gesturing. We weren't talking. That's the whole point. I'll grab the coke. Um, so she said the coke. Hey. Yeah, we're at the coat now. Um, so Victoria is his soulmate. We know how he feels about her, and I know it was nothing connected to this episode. But when you saw this lovely dovey scene, or not lovey dovey, but when you saw this scene that had something between them, I could not help feeling sorry for her. And the reason being, because in my head, I'd gone forward thinking, if anything happened between them. He still feels like that way about yeah. about Victoria. I, I, yeah, and I, I she would not know about that, obviously. Mm. But I knew, and I was like, yeah. I felt so sorry for her. I just felt so sad. Um, but like you know, I don't know. I just felt like that. I do completely get where you're where you're coming from, that, but I do think at some point he needs to move on. Yeah, and he That's needs to point. find someone, yeah. and and right. he needs to kind of explore these kind of relationships. That you know are, are kind of I, happening. I think women. we all have those moments in life when we're attracted to someone, and here's a stage of love. Mm. Or you know, most of us have some version of this, whether it's love or lust or whatever stage it's at, where we fall for someone who isn't good for us, and we only later realise that. And you know, take our friends all know it, and they all want us to to not go down that. But we're fucking love, or we're drawn to them for whatever reason. It might be a sexual thing, it might be a love thing, whatever it is, we're drawn to that person. And then there comes a time when there'll be other people, and some of them, as you say, it might be that you are thinking about that person with you when you're with that new person, but you're trying not to be. You're trying to move past it. But it just feels And eventually sad. it'll be successful. 
or you know if you're really lucky the first one might be successful because that's the person you really should be with yeah. or you know just the person who you work with if you don't believe in players one person I, I don't know on that but I believe I'm with the right person for me but who knows but as a friend born, like, I can tell it's a terrible decision yeah exactly I know. <laughs> sorry I missed that bit I actually missed that bit sorry what did you say I was saying, I know I'm with the right person. Aww. However, like... Oh, however, that's never a good sign, is saying, it? He's like, sometimes from the outside, your friends can see that... No, 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 different, no, no, I was going different. Oh, way. yeah, have, you, going, have no, you said something? Just a second. What is that because say? you want to be with me, isn't it? That's what you it is. It. She you wants know. to what be with me. What I was going to say is, however, if we were born, like, us in America, you were born in China. Chances are, we would have found other people who would have suited us. And with the perfect person to come to me, I'm very happy with that. It doesn't mean that in another life we wouldn't have had other people. I just, realistically... Misha wants to be with me. That's why she's <laughs> trying to put you off of me. But the point is... Actually, yeah. Let's go, Point Misha. is... <laughs> point is, even though I think Victoria was the love of his life in one way, it doesn't mean there isn't another love of his mm. life, which will be better for him. I know. And yeah. every time he might get close to it, he might get further from it. Who knows what that person is to him. But I think it's always with a sincere attempt to be with someone who is for him and not just to try and use them to get over Victoria. I think yeah. he's got past that I'm stage. Not but he's, he's not the stage where he's found the one. Yeah, but everyone has a benchmark of what their best relationship to date is. Yeah, and that's me. I get that. I get what you're saying. What, me for you? Yeah. I no, me that. for you. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. I, I am the best one for you. I'm like, yeah, and I'm the best one for you. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one girl when I was very drunk. <laughs> oh no, it was you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that the time you put the water by the side? <laughs> yeah, after you wave your bum in the air. Yeah, like I just don't Start care. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I think it's very so Release very this sincere. after 10. Release oh, this after 10. I'm learning a lot tonight. Oh, I know. Do you think we've covered this episode of the anymore? We've certainly oh, covered our initial sex life. The only <laughs> other thing I was going to kind of move on to after this was, and actually we didn't mention it earlier on, but yeah, there was a point where um, Ray sees this Angie again and he's in the car with Benny and he says, oh, and Benny says, I was, you know, she's just an old friend, yeah. And Ray's like, yeah, ex-wife. So we find out that Angie is his ex-wife. And I then, thought that was an earlier idea. Yeah, and then like later on, like right at the end, like towards the end of the episode, you see Ray and he's sitting in his car and he's listening. It's like, it was like country music, West, uh, music, wasn't it? Yeah. Country music. And I don't kind of picture oh, him as listening Mary. to that kind of music. Do you know the thing which was really, for me, really hit home? I'll be honest about this. I don't, genuinely don't think I've ever talked about this. I think it's something I learned is what he learned. When I was with uh, uh, my first wife, my, still to my, this day, my, my good friend uh, Claire, I know I did what he did because he was going, was like, hey, look, I brought this car for you. And she goes, no, you brought it for yourself. You love this type of car. Sorry, I'm not very good on cars. You love this particular model of car. You brought it for you. No, no, it's for us. Like, right, when can I drink it, drive it? Uh, right now, if you want to. She goes, cool, I'll come over. Like, no, no, not now, now. Like, <laughs> and he clearly brought it for himself. He, I believe it genuinely came from a place where he thought he was doing something sweet, but he was doing it for himself. Genuinely, one thing I had to learn after uh, our marriage broke down was that some of the stuff I'd done was for me more than for us. And like, I, it's that line from, this always rings in my head, this line from Sending the Clowns, with Frank Sinatra, I thought that you'd want what I want. Like, sorry, he did it, but like, it was performed before that, obviously. But his version I really like. I thought that you'd want what I want. 
Sorry, my dear. And it's about, yeah. but it's that lyric which I gets like that, that lyric gets me every time, and it's so poignant because mm. about the end of a relationship, it's about realizing that you did stuff for yourself when you thought you were. You genuinely probably thought it was for the other person. I genuinely thought I was doing stuff, but like I make playlists with all songs I like. Then I listen back and I go, or you know, I look at I could look at that list now, and I could see that all the songs that I like, I didn't have that person in mind. You and me, when we play, and putting Nicola by the way right now, when we play songs <laughs> at night, which we play before we go to we sleep, do. but it's our songs. Because we, we don't do anything together. else, we just play songs at night. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just not go that far, yeah. anyway. Now Ian's going to go, you're going to have to do your manhood now. Go, <laughs> no, we have sex all the time. <laughs> but anyway, we play tunes, and we play stuff, and you know, sometimes go, oh, I like this one, I don't like this one. But there's songs which we love. Oh. And it's definitely us songs. They are. They but are. I'm, I'm so pleased that I learned that lesson. I think that's what Ray is going through. When he, when he looks there, it's it's not longing for and maybe I'm putting my own stuff on this. I don't think it's long for it's longing for should I screw that up? Oh, I need to do better in the future. I that's what I take out. Uh guys, okay, that was probably an abrupt cutoff from whatever we were talking about at the time when we stopped talking. But now we got onto a point about what were we talking about? I don't know, because I don't know where we are in the record. No, but what were you just talking about? Uh, we were, well, we were talking about marriage, weren't we? We said about marriage, we and suddenly, look, I, I don't know when we're cut off. I'm going to assume we were talking about what we were talking about last, which was when marriages don't work out, and uh, suddenly you have to regrade your we- yeah. your, your marriage, your, like like your memories from your wedding yeah, day. of course. Suddenly, the happiest day in your life is suddenly your kind of like uh, a happy memory, but not the happiest necessarily. So yeah. maybe if you're still friends with the person, you have to regrade that memory. And then we start we talking do. about now our happiest day of, the, of our lives may be meeting Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon. <laughs> I love that man! And we met him at Sci-Fi Weekend. Yes. Again, I'm sorry if we've already said this, but uh, but it's a little pressy, because like, I'll listen back to this later and find out, because I'm recording on a handy mic, which is hard to play back to the last bit. But wait a second, Nicola. <laughs> but what we were talking about was uh, we met him, and uh, we were cho- talking to him, he was really lovely. Uh, his agent said no to a photograph, which Nick will get into in a second. And then we went backstage with him and he said, oh, no, you guys want a photo earlier. Oh, I didn't realise you were, like, hosting stuff. Come and take photos. So he took photos of both of us. He complimented, he complimented me based on what Nicholas said. Nick said, oh, you realise, I know you're on a really good exercise regime. He lost four stone last year. He goes, four stone, what's that? And so we looked up on our phone and he goes, wow, that's pretty impressive, Matt. I got told by Fla- the Flash, Flash Gordon, that I lost Because great. I said it. But actually, you told outside. well no because you just told my story. Because <laughs> basically, um, yeah, the agent said it's thirty pounds for a photo. Blah blah blah. Um, he was a bit arrogant. Yeah, he's got to do his job. I appreciate that. Anyway, we got into the green room because Ian has access when he does his uh, interviewing and stuff. Yeah. And I was stood there, and Sam Jones went to me. Did you ask for a picture from me? And I was like, Yeah, I did. And he went, Did my agent tell you? say to you at the cost and I went yeah he did and he went just ignore that he said ignore him have you got your phone on you and I went yeah he said shall we have a photo and I was like yeah <laughs> and we had photos nice. and oh my god he's just the most amazing and, and then he actually part okay. I mean this guy is like I uh, 60 plus he's been hanging out with Brian Blessed catching up and we've been right there since the stage I photobombed the he hell is out of partying <laughs> out of all the guests that you have on this sci-fi event Sam Jones, who's I can't I don't know how old he is, like I say, senior age, 
um, I say seniors. See, I think a senior is like 80s, 90s, but senior's now 65. But this guy is partying till 2, 3 in the morning with us, isn't he? He's dancing on the sidelines. Well, you, can We're I dancing one? to the Flash. No, can, this is yeah. the thing. They put up a Flash Mega Mix, which our friend uh, DJ Level Up Leroy, Love amazing Level. guy, you can... He does. Oh, hell, Leroy. He's done uh, shows in New York Comic Con. In, well, you've I think in, in San Diego. Maybe. He's done New York City. He's done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm right. just telling you for the listener who might we not. shall party to him. <laughs> he has played so many wonderful events, uh, both in UK, America, all over the world. He is wonderful. And he did a Flash Mega Mix of uh, from Flash Gordon from Michelle's Ted, from going Ted for a wee, everybody. Michelle's going for a wee. Michelle's going for a wee. Well, thanks for announcing it. Well, <laughs> no, Blaine, Blaine, when are you going to record the uh, the catchphrase for that? The little jingle. Well, oh. Michelle's going for a wee. Yeah, we talked about it a couple of weeks, a couple of hey, episodes ago. Hey, Michelle's going for a wee. Hey. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So he played a Flash Mega Mix from Flash Gordon and the two oh, Ted films. Awesome. I love it. And then we all looked to the side because everyone looks over suddenly, and you've got. Sam Jones, the Flash himself, stood oh. there. And he stood there, and everyone's going, like, bowing down, like, we're not oh, worthy from Wayne's World. And he stood there, he's just got his hands on the steps, looking heroic, and he's, like, gives a little salute to everyone. Oh, I love that man. I but love- it was so lovely. But you don't get the star of the show being there when someone's done a mega mix of the music from Queen and the visuals from those films. You don't get them at the side of the stage while that's happening in most events. This is yeah. a sci-fi festival. Can you- I mean, all I can say is... Um- is um, if if you go anywhere, and this is UK, and actually he does play in America as well. Like I'm saying. If Leroy, level up Leroy, who is an ant, I know that might mean a lot to some people. Fans of Tell Steve, Dave. TSD, um, that's another great podcast. Go listen to it. Amazing podcast. If you like comic book men, anyway. Impractical Jokers, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, level up Leroy, he is awesome. You will not be disappointed by the set he plays. Go and see him wherever he is. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful. We can't Mega recommend friend him. of ours. But uh, I think that might be one of my happiest memories ever. Oh, I genuinely, that, that weekend. And I love that. I I've got other you. memories which I shared with like my 40th birthday because it had my yeah. whole family there is in you, my family was born to, and the kids, uh, all of them, and yeah. um, all three of them, Count Daniel and that. Uh, yeah. And I got to see the dogs early. So like, yeah, it was a wonderful day. There's, there's so many wonderful experiences with uh, one, But that, that's one of my favourite memories yeah. ever. And I think, yeah, and to share it together is just awesome. Yeah. Brian, me and Brian Blessett was on my to-do list. No, no, me, me him, was your to-do list. Well, 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 I couldn't know to, to, to put it on there. It's like when I, uh, when I once, okay, it's very digressive, but uh, I was dressed as the doctor uh, for an event where I was mm. selling stuff at, um, I had this school, which yeah. I, I ran with Claire at the time. And they said, oh, by the way, these guys are all dressed as a unit from Doc Two, uh, unit soldiers. They're a soldier group from Doc Two. They're all just like that. You know, they work with the Third Doctor. Wouldn't it be cool? Like they're going to run through the British uh, Bombington Tank Museum. They're going to run through. There's a little uh, World War Two display where they've got loads of placards with information and stuff. They're going to run through there, chased by a Dalek. Do you fancy being the Doctor? And we can do it as if they're protecting them. They're protecting you. So I've got to be the doctor, being chased by Daleks, with unit soldiers flanking me, waving my swung screwdriver at the Daleks, with the Daleks going, we must get the doctor, ah, when I wave the swung screwdriver. Awesome. Through World War II, they'd set up like it was World War II trenches for the exhibit. And it was just, I didn't know to put this on my bucket list, but I've got to write it on, I've got to pencil it in to tick it off. 
That's made weed. I didn't know they put it on there, but it's the the one that happy smells. Oh, I'm on this bucket list, Aww. but not knowingly. <laughs> well, that's then you can't plan for some of these things. That's my. You can't. You can't. Anyway, back to juice up. Let's round this up. Yes. Right, we've got months of the, of the week to to take care yeah. of. Ooh. Can you give me the information I seek? You can. And tell me what the best moments of the week. In a moment. Oh, nice, nice guitar riff. So, Michelle, what's your favourite Mountie of the week? I'm coming to you because you've got Kristen, you have. Uh, Canadian, Canadian. Most Canadian of the week, most Canadian. Actually, my most Canadian of the week. Most Canadian. My most Canadian of the week. Most Canadian? Um, I'm going to say the rat man. What do you call him? Like you Superintendent. The super. The super. I mean, he, I think he was in a difficult situation. But he did good in the end. He did the right thing and he saved the day. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, um, you don't need to come back round to me again because my... Most... Oh, I do need to come back round to you for no, the first time. because uh, my most American and Canadian is the super. <laughs> well, um, no, go for it. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, you no. it. You talk about your most Canadian first. Shut okay. up about your most American. I didn't, I didn't ask you about your most American. Don't give me your most American when I didn't ask you. We take that upstairs like that. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you who your most Canadian was. Like it. Get back to business. Mandin. Woo. Um, super. Okay, why? Why is oh, the most Canadian? Canadian? Canadian, we didn't ask about I don't, I don't know what American is because, as far as I'm concerned. Right, la, 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 la. Because he knew what was right in okay. the end. That would have been such a good thing when we came around to America and go, well, no, it's not going to be anything. Anyway, we'll get there. For me, I'm going to go with the reporter. She was plucky. She uh, was on the side of right. She stood up with what she believed in. Even when her editor was trying to trying to silence her, she still spoke up. Uh, but like any true Canadian, she was willing to I'm learn. Go with someone else. When she came up against a morally superior person, which was uh, Benny, which is morally superior to most of us, she was cynical and she learned to be better. And, and Canadians can do that with the best of them. Okay. They have to decide to be better by welcoming in some ex-royals who will surely <laughs> teach them away, <laughs> as the British always do. Can't see a problem with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, they seem real chill. <laughs> I think they're going to be good about it. I think they'll be good about it. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick and I, I can't imagine. No, I've got someone else. I've got someone else. I've got someone else. I'm changing my mind. Oh, in that case, we're going to second. It's going to be a surprise. Uh, Michelle, now you've put another crisp in your mouth. Yeah. Barbecue Pringles, get them today. Yeah. What's the vegan, by the way? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your most uh, American of the week? My most American of the week was the the lady, kind of judge lady. Lady judge lady? <gasps> the lady judge lady. Was that yours as well? <coughs> yeah. She was mine because That's I think she was, she was... In a way, she was just kind of there, and she was doing her job, and what the, uh, Mr. James was doing, it wasn't illegal, so she kind of agreed to it, even though it wasn't moral, she kind of went along with it, but in the end, she did kind of listen to reason, and she did change her mind, but I think, at the end of the day, she was just a woman doing her job, and she's an American woman. Mama, let me be here! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was my change, actually, yeah. because, first of all, yes, she was following the system... But then justice kicked in, I think, yeah. and uh, following the system, and then realised there was justice, and that's yeah. where we went. So that's my. Opinion. Okay, for me, I'm going to go uh, with. Uh, oh God, I think it's Taylor, the um, 
Rich guy. The rich guy. Right, yeah. the building. Really? Now, there's a specific reason. Top guy. Hear me out here. He's dick of the week for me. <laughs> Listen out for a second. What I'm going to say is, in America, there is a fight for the American psyche, as there is in the UK. There are these people who only care about money and wealth over people. <laughs> that guy represents that. Now, there are American people. Yeah, Benny Swizz me. He's giving me he's like, no, a, but he's giving oh, me like shock eyes. Wow. Yeah. You, you're going to go there? Yeah, I'm going to go there. Oh. I love America. I love Americans. I've got so many American friends. But like in this country, there is a cancerous side of our psyche which tends towards uh, just owning things and as opposed to putting people first. America, you can be better than this person, but unfortunately it does represent a side of your psyche in the same way imperialism represents the UK sometimes. We still have assholes who are in power who care about money more than people. Unfortunately, if someone said that's the most British person of the week because they're uh, empire building, we would have to admit there is that side to our personality there's that side to our country where people do that mm -hmm. and we try to be more and we believe in better and I think America believes in better but unfortunately that guy does represent a part of you I'm sorry okay. uh, but I mean with love drop the I, mic I know you can <laughs> overpower that like was going. bring me give me some more Obama and we'll we'll, we'll be good we'll, we'll, we'll then yeah. there is that side to your personality mm -hmm. as well we've all got good sides and bad sides and we've got to be better yeah okay uh, most Stephen Baker moment of the week. I'm going to go first. I'll go on. Okay. Did, can I, sorry, so, can I, I just know, say something? No, I'm going to say something because I said I'm going to go first. I know, but blah, 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 something, blah. it was nothing to do with which is the Stephen Baker moment. Well, then why are you bringing it up right now? Because we're talking I about Stephen Baker. Because I the looked different. Uh, he yeah, might no. not yeah, bring it up in your bit. All right, all right. <laughs> Come to Blimey. you. Blimey. This is my Google. Google. Yeah. See if it was a different... Yeah, yeah, we think it might be the second Stephen Baker. We'll get into that in a minute. For me, though, I think it's going to be the moment when... I thought, it's kind of personal to me now. It's so when Benny, I thought, was making soup for him. And he's, he got the pancake batter. Because there's no happier dog than when they thought they weren't yes. getting food. And then they get pancake batter. <laughs> even though I thought it was soup. Okay. That was sweet. You, Michelle? Me, uh, my favourite Stephen Baker of the moment was... Stephen Baker of the moment. Stephen Baker of the moment. Because we think it's a different one. Yeah, yeah. It just looked, he looked different. No, I might be of wrong. The week was when... They'd fixed the lift, and, and they, the new landlord was coming around to see it, and, and Benny was showing off, kind of like, oh, we, we have the new lift working. And, well, the old and the new, working. Yeah, no, and... and it took the liberty of fixing it. Yeah. And, you know, boo, Mr. Jones, he gets in it. And then Benny goes to walk in it, and then a guy goes, no, there's only room for three. And one of those three was deep. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was two humans yeah. and a dog in there. Yeah, me too. And Deep was like... No, yeah. I'm the third, yeah. <laughs> and Deef goes to ride the lift, very deep. and Benny has to walk up the stairs. Yeah. For me, that yeah, was Deef, my... would do that, yeah. But so that's the diva Deef that I know and love. But for me, I think it was when... Me, Benny would do that, and then he'd be freaking out, and going, why are you going with me? <laughs> when all this was happening, and he was under the table, oh, and he yeah, was yeah. a bit like... Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was all like a... Yeah. Like, I don't know, he's like... Like a, oh no, I don't know. It was like a it was like, oh, I don't know. It kind of hid know. away a bit, didn't he? He did, and I thought that was quite sad, and I think that was my moment. And I think from what we've seen of Deef in the past, he's not the kind of hide away no. type but of I think he dog. felt for people, and that's what got yeah. me, yeah. Okay, guys, that's our moments of the week. That's the Talk About the Show. That's more talk about dogs than you need, and more talk about sex lives than you would mm -hmm. ideally get. Yeah, fuck it. Some people might not have one, they might want to listen to it. A lot of talk proof rum, which we've had. Which oh, we love. fuck. We'd like to thank Michelle for that, giving it to that. As, yeah. I'll that, tell you what. Present. And thank Woo. you for, as by the time this comes out, two weeks ago, your birthday. Woo. Can I 
Can I just say something though? Fifty-three I'll tell you what, today. If you want to get pissed and three feet. If you want to get pissed, invite Michelle around your house because she brings overproof bloody rum and gets you drunk and gives you Michelle measures. I start this night going. I'm gonna have a couple. Have and if you remember fun. from two weeks episode ago, recorded in September, we discovered there was doing Michelle, which was not banging your head. Doing then it, was, Michelle. No, doing a Michelle. Oh, doing Michelle. No, oh, doing a Michelle. Oh, that's the, that's, doing Michelle. Is that's a, mine and your podcast, isn't it? Doing Michelle. Sorry, me. Doing Michelle's one thing. Got to say doing that, a yeah. Michelle is when you bang your head. Yeah. And a Michelle measure is when you pour a drink but, on this. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, to be honest, yeah. With this overproof rum, it doesn't need to be a Michelle measure, does it? Yeah. But, it has but then been. you give it a Michelle measure. Can I just more. say, if you could see how much is in that rum bottle, there is like probably. One round left, if that. Yeah, so if we're slowing, that's Very right. scared. Anyway, Very scared. For, the, for two South by Southeast, oh, we're yes, back, baby, course. and this is two hours plus again. Woo! Oh, yeah, woo me with the edit. <laughs> oh, uh, this might not get much of an edit. This might just go out as oh. I, I might listen to where the break happens and then fill in the gap if I can remember what the hell we were talking about. But for this week, I've been... With me, Ben. I've been a very pissed. Um, I can't even remember. <laughs> Sucky the name. What? Civilian Yay! And um, that's little Benton. And Mountie Michelle, who's pissed too. And as always, in spirit, is with us Dottie oh, Baker and Murphy. And Murphy. And, Murphy. And, and two people in the corner. Yeah, Bowie Burks. They live in the front room. And for this week, guys, look. Imagine. Oh, some, no, we imagine. Done imagine. Done we haven't done our points out of the week. Oh yeah, sorry. How many uh How many slum lords out of ten? <laughs> how many slum lords out of ten would you give this episode? I'd say seven. It was a very like it was I was level. I was enjoying it. I think it was a great seven. episode. Okay. I think it, I mean again we always say a seven in Juice House terms is a ten in a lot of other shows, but mm-hmm. on Juice House scale, you have to remember there are some epic episodes which come up, yeah. have done, and will do. Exactly. Uh, for so me, seven. though, you actually brought it around half a point higher for me because you mentioned about how that storyline with Ray and his ex was actually more definitely handled than I realised, and it made me think about how I reassess my first marriage in the same way I think he has in that moment. Yeah. So I'm going to give it seven and a half. It gets an extra half for that. Oh, well, I was actually going to give it the same. I was going to give it seven and a half. Oh, you're going to give nice. it a half point? Or are you going to no, I don't. Good. Because <laughs> I haven't got an ex-husband that I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or your ex-husband has been thoroughly in the same. No, I do not. I drop it less, quite frankly, so let's not go there. <laughs> okay, so uh, so that's it. So, uh, guys, say, we've already said who we are. Imagine if someone had a compass, uh, maybe the listening audience, and they uh, want to keep it pointed a certain direction till next week. Chance, where do you think they should keep it pointed? To the gimp suit. <laughs> so the gimp suit gimp isn't available. The sex wing or where, if where are the gimp, gimp suits and the sex wing located? They're pointed to South by Southeast. Gimpy gimpy. <laughs> I think that was professional.